Hey you, yeah you, click the subscribe button. She had my uncle in there. I miss cares back to back every year for like 10. Pregnant with my mom's doctor told her it was slim. Was bare row for nine months, but gave birth in the air. Pops turned 60, he proud what we done. In one generation, he came from Africa young. He said he met my mom's at the Century Club. Los Angeles love, kinda like hustle and book. Money turned 10, cross turned two. Starting to see this life shit from a bird's view. You are listening to the Ill-Advised Wise Guys podcast, starring Uche and QDZ. So, we back. We back. We back. With another one. We are the Ill-Advised Wise Guys. It's your boy, Uche. I got my boy, Hudeezy. Bashizi. It's way too easy. You know what? You know what? You know what? I, I, I'm thinking about retiring that name. Been thinking about it. Um... There is somebody called QDZ that's roaming the streets right now in the entertainment industry. Number one. Wait, um, what? Who? Who are you talking about? There's some some dude named QDZ in the entertainment industry. I think you he's talking a about DJ Puffy's son? No, no, no. There's some the Quincy, some the Quincy guy, dude? No, no, not him. Quincy's there too. But I think I want to go by my my government name from now on. What the hell is your government name? DJ. Q D Z D Z D Z No no no. Uh I think I wanna just go by Quincy, man. Really? I think I wanna go by Quincy. So now you're really like Quincy, Puff Daddy's son. Quincy Daddy. Good. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I don't know who the hell's gonna call you, you that. Know what? Who the hell's gonna no seriously? I let's take a poll. Cause this is not up to you. Not Quincy no Daddy. No one's gonna no call one you that fucking name. Not Quincy Daddy. You know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna throw out a couple names. There's QD, there's QDZ, or my name, Quincy. Like, what should I go by? And then I have other ones. I got the Widow's Peak Bandit. That's one I've been having for years. Uh, Broham Selinsky. No one, no one calls you that. That's, a, that's, 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 you know. I, I, matter of fact. That's an old school one that nobody knows. I call myself that, actually. Um, Michael Gordon. Yo, you can't. Myself Michael Gordon. Hey, first and foremost, I I, I want to say this. First and foremost, yeah, some people come up with the Daddy the, the concept. The concept of nicknames has always been intriguing to me. I'm not even gonna lie to you. Like you know how people grow up and in a, a certain neighborhood, you're called a certain thing that like people will give you a nickname, yes. and then you just kind of run with it for the rest of your life. How the fuck do you get a nickname, man? Like, and by the way, all, I feel like all your nicknames—not all, at least most—I'll say most—you made up <laughs> for yourself. You can't make up a nickname for yourself and expect people to call you that you all mean? the time. I'm saying all the time. I only got three. You, you just named like seven. Those are the alternative ones <laughs> yeah. that nobody knows about. But those are options. All right, what do you what do you want to go by? What's 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 number one? So number one right now, I'm Quincy Dominic. I I could go by my normal name, but QD. I like QD. Yeah. And Widow's Peak Bandit is the one I've been going by for several years. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I'm conflicted right now. I'm hmm. conflicted. 
I'm going to tell you this. We spent way too much time on this, so I'm going to choose one for you. Yes, please choose one. Broham Selinski. Woo! <laughs> 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 we're going to go with... We're gonna, we'll, we'll see how long that lasts. Broham Selinski. Yes. We'll like, see how long that lasts. Call me bro. I don't, I don't know. I don't think it's going to last that long, you but we'll, we'll see. Nah, nah. Oh, okay. I don't think so. Okay. Well. Hey, man, listen, you got to have the hey, right... change is good. You got to have the right swagger to pull that, pull a name like that off and, and have people take you seriously. Ooh, Broham Selinski. Please say the select. And on that note, wait, I didn't even, I didn't even say what episode this is, did I? You did not. This is episode 51. 51, 51. Who wore 51, man? Oh, my God. You know, I will say this, because I'm going to say this. We should get rid of this, this, this topic. It's getting harder. Because I remember when we were in the 40s. I said, man, when we get to the fifties, it's gonna be it's gonna be so easy, man. I'm I'm gonna name a lot of linebackers. I really can't name any fucking linebackers, man. And I, and I, now, when I, we get to fifty two, I'm automatically gonna throw out Ray Lewis. That's number one. And, and, and but still, it's not easy. I think it it it's it's a testament to memory loss. I, I, uh, I just do not remember. Is things. it is it that? Uh, yes, it is. Is I it that, or is it just impossible for people to name? Football players, or actually, basketball. or basketball, but mostly or fi- baseball. Fifty. Who the hell wore fifty one, man? I don't know. Ain't nothing. Samaki Walker. He's somewhere in the fifty. Eton Thomas. Eton what did he Thomas, wear? I think he was forty nine or something like that. <laughs> no, he didn't. No, he wasn't. Eton I thought he was like thirty six. Like he was like thirty six. Yeah, yeah, I think he was thirty six. Anyway, uh, I I don't know. I know currently there's no major star that that wears fifty one. Maybe, maybe in the past, uh, not 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 Troy Daniels, the other guy. Remember, remember that dude on the Dallas Mavericks that was actually really good, probably average like Samaki Walker. No, not Samaki Walker. He was on the Mavericks. He was on the Mavericks, but not him. Uh, uh, he had cornrows. He was like a goon. He actually looked like Travis Scott. Mm. He played for Dallas. What was his name? What was his name? I don't remember. His oh, you talking? Oh, you talking about uh, Mo Mo Daniels? No, not Mo Daniels. Remember Mo Daniels? No, I don't remember Mo Daniels. His Wait, name what? was Daniels. It, it, it was wasn't Mo. Mo. It wasn't Mo. But it you was know, not Mo. he was number That's six. That's he was number six. Him. Yeah, remember him? It wasn't Mo Daniels. He was actually really good. I remember him. I don't him. remember his first first name, but it was something Daniels. Yeah, what about him? I'm just saying, like, yo, people forget about him. He was actually pretty. What good. What that guy do with 51? I thought he wore 51. That's all. Nah, man, he wore number six. Yeah, he but I do remember he had like a lazy eye. Yeah, like, like he just looked, looked weird. Like Travis Scott. Hair wise, I don't know about face. He looked like Travis Scott. They both looked sleepy. Hey man. Um. Anyway, y'all be the judge, man. I, you know what? Let us know if you want us to retire this goddamn uh, uh, jersey identification segment. Speaking of jerseys, though, I want to talk. I want to talk about sports, man. You know, we've talked a lot about the, the 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 NBA playoffs off the record. Man, let's just let's just have a little let's just have a little sports update for the for the people out there. Right now, it's looking like. The uh, the NBA championships, not chips, chip is going to be the Golden State Warriors versus the 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 Milwaukee Bucks, and I actually have a ill advised thoughts that is that is related to basketball and the two teams I the two teams I just I just talked about, wow. mainly the Milwaukee Bucks, but I'll tell you how it relates to music when we get there. But anyway. Who you who who you got, man? Who you who who you got? 
first off, how m- it's obvious we're not even considering the teams that they're playing right now. Portland. We believe that both of these Toronto. teams I just named are going to beat right their yes. opponent. Yes. Toronto's going to lose to the Bucks. Yes. And Portland's going to lose to Milwaukee. I'm sorry, to uh, injury, to Golden State. Barring nobody gets injured, I think what is 2-0 on both series. So I think you know the the, the 2-0 leaders are going to get to the finals. Um. It's intriguing. I mean, it's like, yo, this this team in Milwaukee that kind of came out of nowhere is going to be in the finals and are favored against a team in the Golden State Warriors who have won four, have gotten to four of the last five finals. It's just crazy, man. Like, yeah, that's sick. You know, it makes me, it actually makes me feel good that, like, you know, you got a shot if you just put in that work. Yeah, man. Milwaukee is us. Your regular human being that's going against Apple, huh? Wait, what? What the hell are you talking about? Apple, Apple, the company. Yes. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I don't know what the hell you're talking about, but all right, (laughs) what the hell are you talking about? Uh, I'm Dwayne Wade, and I don't know what I'm talking about. I I think, uh, man, this is sad that um we were talking about this shit. You know the the Warriors, man. The Warriors was supposed to be this dominant team, which they were for the last couple years, but like. Man, I, I honestly didn't think that there was going to be anybody well, outside of the normal stars that we're aware of. Outside of an all-star team. Yeah, to like take them down or potentially take them down. And now we got the Bucks out here who got a bunch of people that no one... Some if you don't know these... If, if you're not an NBA fan and I start dropping names like Malcolm Brogdon and Chris Middleton, who looks like Black, Slick Slack, Six Slack, by Six the way. Slacko. He looks like Slacko. Um, Joe <laughs> yo, he really does. <laughs> it's actually scary how much he looks like him. But anyway, just you know what? Just throw a hat on him and he, he'll be black. He would. Look I've never seen black without a hat. Without the dreads. Yeah. Remember when? Yeah, when we, remember when he had them dusty ass dreads? Yeah. Them, yeah, them dogs are so dusty. Now he looks regular. Um, but but anyway, yeah. I mean, a bunch of these random ass names, man. Like yeah. nobody really. Know, if you're not in, if you're not involved in the in the basketball culture, I don't think you really know who these guys are. And, so and, and this even, is kind of amazing what they're doing. Even after they won the championship, you're still not gonna know who they are. So that's the thing that's interesting. They they're just a, a, a low key team that are gonna that happened. How many times can you say this? They happened to win the championship. I don't know. That's a first. But um, shit. We'll, we'll we'll see what happens, man. We'll and see what happens. You know, I do want to say this. Uh, I was I was watching a video of Malcolm Brogdon, who said he was giving forty five thousand dollars to a well. You know what I mean? To a what? Oh, sorry, sorry. He was setting up wells in Africa. Okay. And he was like, to get a well put up in Africa, he's looking for a forty five thousand dollar donation. And so, you know. Charles Barkley heard that they, they, they he was talking about it in the inside the NBA. Mm-hmm. Charles Barkley heard that and was like, "Yo, I'll buy a well for forty five thousand dollars." Hmm. And I thought that was so dope. I thought that was like, "Wow, like amazing." So for ill-advised wise guys, for our Instagram page, you you guys follow us on Instagram. Talk about your donations. Or, or talk about your um your charities. Talk about your foundations. And I think moving forward, I'm going to try to be more of a person that's giving to foundations. 
So bring up your foundations on Instagram. Like bring up your foundations on our Twitter page. Post on the comments. Talk about it. Engage with us. And, you know, hopefully we can get something working. You know, hopefully we can give a couple dollars here and there. I think I think that's a good idea. Hey. Ill advised, but but. Hey, hey, man! Hey, that was that was real. That was real mature of you, man. Is that is that is that the Broham Selinski talking? Who the who the fuck just who just spoke right now talking just, about some it's community bro, hey, outreach? Is a completely who the person. hell is who am I doing this podcast with, hey, listen, man? What the man, fuck? When you start giving me liquor that's higher quality, man, I I have higher thoughts. Hey, no, nah, no, nah, that's a great idea though. Um, and 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 on that topic, uh, hey, man, who knows? Maybe we'll maybe we will eventually get to the point where we can have like our own foundation oh, of course. you know what i'm saying like maybe we can have like our own type of our own initiative that we stand behind and yeah. then we have our people who fuck with us yeah you know support us so you know for us to kind of give back yeah i think that's a great idea I man lo- i would love that i mean let's help each other out more that's that's something big to me and something that i gotta do better at and so but help getting help from y'all from listeners i think would be amazing Absolutely, absolutely. All right, man, let's let's jump into the show, man. As always, we start the show off with our Watch the Throne segment. And, you know, of course, we're going to talk about the EPs, albums, projects, mixtapes, whatever the hell you want to call a body of work from artists that we think you should be listening to or not listening to. But, uh, yeah. Projects. Projects. Mm-hmm. And uh, and and we'll go from there. And then my favorite topic, mine, not everybody else. My favorite topic, the ill and the not so advised. And we talk about what the best music is out in the last couple of weeks, and we let you know what's not that great. Pay attention. This is a key, very key topic. So yeah, I got a lot to say on this topic because there's a lot of songs that came out. And um, most of them were pretty good, I thought. Really? Yeah, a lot of the a lot of the new songs that came out this time around, a lot of them were really good. Okay. Um, okay, I believe you. And there's one that was pretty bad, but we'll get to that. <laughs> uh, and then after that segment, we'll get into our ill-advised thoughts Ill-advised segment. Ill-advised thoughts. Thoughty. And of thoughts. course, yeah, thoughts. 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 And of course. You know, this is where I love, 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 love to rant and, and get some shit off my chest, man. Uh-oh. Dude, I, I'm, I'm, I'm in the, I'm Kevin in the, Durant. I'm in the, I'm in the ranting spirit today, Jeez. and and uh, like I said, it has to do with the Milwaukee Bucks, and a, lo- a lot of you guys might be surprised with where I'm, where I'm going. You're gonna with this. rant about Durant? No. I will not. That would have been interesting. <laughs> I will not. That would have been. Uh, I like Durant. Why am I ranting on that guy? Killer word. Nobody. You know what? The fuck am I ranting on Durant about? It's Carson. What are we talking about? Okay. Uh, I'm, I'm actually looking forward to your ill-advised thoughts. Yeah, hell yeah. Thoughts. Not thoughts. Thoughts. I'm not looking forward to your ill-advised thoughts. Because ill-advised thoughts. I, listen, I don't have. Scammers. I don't have ill-advised thoughts, okay? I'm a, I'm a matured individual. And uh, those were those were the, the days in the past. Where yeah. I used to deal with ill-advised thoughts, all right? Gonna, you know what? All right, I, I don't have any of those anymore, except for when it comes to music. You know all right? what? I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to lie. I thought I was past ill-advised thoughts, but there's something about Young Miami that I kind of like. Dude, Young Miami's a young Trina. 
That's why. See, you you know, do you know I used to have a I used to have the biggest crush on Trina back in the day. Oh my god, dude, Trina. Trina made Trina pushed up puberty by two weeks. Bro, Trina, I was I was low key in the in the room by myself, like watching the TV. Like Pull with up that, oh, that ass too fat. Dog, you ever watch? You ever watch TV with no clothes on? <laughs> you ever? When you were a kid, you know, <laughs> you never saw a girl you really like and was just like, "Look, man, I don't even know how to react. I don't even know. I don't even know what's normal. I don't know what's normal. I don't even know what to do with her. Yeah, Trina. But you know, what sounds right is for me to just have no clothes on. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, that's what Trina. That's what Trina used to do to me. Trina was. I used to love Trina. Trina was bad. She was a bad. That so I think Young Miami. To be honest, I think Young Miami's a. She's a ratchet. She's a, ratchet. She's a ratchet tree. I'm not attracted to uh, Young Miami though, but I do like her as a, as an artist. Like how she talks like I, just, I like that ratchet. She has sometimes that, that ratchetness can you hell know, yeah hell turn yeah. You on a little bit. I like it. She over here talking about scamming me. Like no, that's the other one. That's the other one. Oh, the other one's a scam. That's why she's in jail. <laughs> the other one's still not home she because she's scamming about, people. Like, spend all your money on me. I'm like okay. Spend okay. all $100 out of my account right now. Shit. Buy her some damn bubble gum. That's all I got for her, yeah, man. Hey, let's, hey, you want some Cheetos? Cheetos. I'll give you the premium Cheetos. You want to you make Cheetos. You want a McRib? <laughs> let's, let's go to McDonald's, Zero girl. Hey, girl. Hey, girl. Zero make that. Hey, girl. You want a McRib? You can, get a you can get all my money. Hey, girl. You can get a McChicken. <laughs> Ask him for Super Sauce on it. X to 36. But um, anyway, man, let's start, let's start the show. Watch the throne. All right, so with the first album on our Watch the Thrones segment, we got Tyler, the creator, with his new project called Igor. And uh, I'd like to start here, man. Do you mind? Uh, No, I don't mind. Actually, I don't care what you say. I'm going to start, damn it. <laughs> no, nah, I'm fucking around. But no, seriously, though, um, I'll say this, man. I'm going to... I am going to say this here and now because this needs to be said because when I was listening to this album by Tyler, the creator called Igor, I said to myself, I don't think Tyler, the creator gets enough credit. I don't I don't think we're actually appreciating Tyler, the creator enough for his artistry and just some of the the the, the production and some of the types of music that he's actually been able to put out over the last couple years, you know? I mean, this is a dude who who has a very, very strong fan base. And uh, I really want to say this because I think Tyler Cray is a top-tier artist. Like, he's a top-tier artist. I, I don't agree. care. I agree with you. I don't care that people, that people uh, maybe don't mention his name when it comes to top-tier artists in, in, in hip-hop. I don't care about that. I'm going to say that shit. He is. When you talk, when you start talking about the quality of music, when you start talking about the impact, when you start talking about how 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 much he impacts the 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 culture, impacts the younger generation, he embodies all of that. He embodies all that. We talk a lot about Jaden Smith and how we how much we like him, right? If you ever heard anything, if you ever heard hear Jaden Smith talk, all he does is say, "Yo, Tyler Creator is 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 like freaking Jesus to me." He literally said Tyler the Creator is my boyfriend one time. Yeah. Uh and that, I'm not I'm not saying I'm not over here citing sources and acting like Jaden Smith is like is is the holy grail. I say all that to just simply say there's a lot of people who feel like Jaden Smith, right? And how much they actually look at Tyler the Creator as this top-tier dude who's just very influential to the younger generation. And I think 
because he's not mainstream, he's not as mainstream as a Kendrick or as mainstream as a as a Cole or as a Drake, right? You don't hear Tyler Creator's music on the radio, right? So you don't you don't necessarily see it in your face all the time as far as his impact, but his impact is is there. I just want to put it like that. Now, now let me get into the music. Because when I press when I press play on this album, I was pleasantly surprised at the musicality, at the way in which the music was organized, the way the, like just the arrangements of the vocals. I was like, man, when is this guy going to rap? Like there was about four or five songs from from the start of this album to uh, to 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 about the sixth song where, you know, he you didn't hear a, tra- a traditional rap on any one of those songs. And so. While I say Tyler, the creator is a top tier artist, I want to specify the artist part. Because he is much more than a rapper. We can't just keep boxing people. And I, I think mainstream does this a lot. Because, when, when, you know, I think, to be honest, I think mainstream America, a.k.a. white people, don't know how to classify a lot of these artists, right? So they just call anybody who does hip-hop music or just has an ounce of hip-hop music, they call them a rapper. They're not, Tyler Creator is not just a rapper. This man is a freaking a freaking Picasso of an artist where it's so difficult to even box that man into just one lane. It's, it's almost impossible. So anyway, this man needs to be respected. Igor was a, it was a sick ass album. I heard it twice. To be honest, this is the best album this year. Last, it wasn't last episode. It was the one before that, where I said, Andrew Anderson Pac, I believe had the most impactful and the best, the best musical album. I'm going with Igor to overtake, and this is my list. Wow. I'm going with Igor to overtake Anderson Pac. I think Igor is a A. I'm giving it an A. Wow. If I have to, if I had to grade this, this is a A. Wow. Like honestly, oh, okay. from top to bottom, man, this is just quality, quality music, man. Like he had a Kanye feature in, uh, I think the song called Puppets, a puppet. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, and here's another thing I wanted to say, because I was on song number two, and I was like, man, this shit sounds like Pharrell. It's like, man, is Pharrell involved in this? So then on my second listen, I started looking at the credits, and I realized Tyler the Creator was the producer of all of the songs. Yes. So Pharrell is his um, idol. It is. So he or he is, yeah. He models his producing game around Pharrell. Yeah, you and you can tell because. Again, I I thought it was I thought Pharrell was was actually contributing to this album like more hands on at least I thought I would see that in the credits but I he's, didn't. He's on it though. He's on. He's on like somewhere. one song. He's one on like song, one song. Yeah, yeah I think it's but in I'm the beginning. I'm pretty sure he probably he probably influenced him in certain sense. hundred percent. Like, like literally was in the room and telling him to do certain things a certain way. Hundred percent. But overall, man, I love this album. I love it. Wow, that's saying a lot. I loved it, man. And and this is coming from someone who. Um, who recognizes that his last album, Flower Boy, was critically acclaimed. I liked it. I liked it. I wasn't really feeling it like that. I mean, I thought it was okay. But most people that I remember were like, man, this this album is so good. I thought it was all right. But this one here, this is this is this is uh this is boundary shifting, man. Like this is it's one of them one of those this is the type of music that like actually just 
shifts uh, an entire generation of younger artists to try to make more complex sounding music than what you're traditionally used to hearing. So I don't know, man. That's how I feel about it, man. What do you think? That is, that's. You're spot on in a lot of the stuff that you're saying. Very spot on. Um, I think, I think Igor is is at the pinnacle of creativity. Like when you talk about the ins and outs that go into making music, which is more than just laying down a verse, which is more than mm-hmm. having a melody that hits or is infectious. We're talking about plugging in certain samples in places that you would never guess. You know, when I was writing my review. One of the things I said was, uh, if you don't appreciate the music, the musicality of this album, I want you to do me a favor. Write an essay on how and where Tyler Creator derived all the sounds that you heard from this album. And after you write that essay, write another essay on how hard it was to find all the sounds that Tyler, the creator, derived on that album. Like, you have to be a certain level of genius to do some of the things that he was doing on that album. You know, plugging singers into places that you're like, whoa, like, I would have never guessed that this part would need a singer like this. You know what I mean? It was almost like you did not know what to expect every single minute that passed on the album, that elapsed on the album. It was amazing. It was it was music at its highest level in the form that music is an art, right? You mentioned it, Picasso. Like, a lot of people don't want to associate the creativity of music to the same creativity that goes into making a painting. But it's very similar. It requires a level of creativity that's amazing. And there's some people that is, is on another level with it. Um, I actually saw Igor coming. Because Tyler, the creator, he actually had uh, a big part on the soundtrack for Dr. Seuss's The Grinch soundtrack. He actually had a big part. And if you listen to it, a lot of the beats he did on there were similar to what you were hearing on this album. So I know he, I, I knew that he was kind of going in that direction, moving forward as an artist. Um. I'm not going to beat a dead horse on all the things that you said earlier. I I agree. It's Mm -hmm. it's like B plus A for me. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, his rapping was not the most important thing on this album. I thought how he put everything together was. Yeah. Um, But I kind of want to talk about, you know, the, the, the meaning behind the album. Uh, First and foremost, I'll say, I said it before and I'll say it again. Heartbreak albums are the best albums in the world. They are just the best album in the world. Like when Juice World created uh his first what, what was that that album called? Good Riddance and Goodbye. Goodbye and Good Riddance. Goodbye and Good Riddance. I was like, dog, like the music is not even the best thing I ever heard in my life, but like the fact that it has this heartbreak feel is intriguing. It's like riveting. You know? And Flower Boy was actually a precursor to this album because Tyler was on that sappy, you know, heartbreak mode. But he was still rapping on that a lot more on Flower Boy, but he was on that mode where yeah, he's he on heartbreak. He rapped a lot more on Flower you Boy. You know, but rapped a lot, a, a hundred percent more. He barely rapped on this album. On this one, he barely rapped, but this whole album had that heartbreak, 
confused about love type feel, you know, um, digging deeper into the album because I heard it a couple times. I actually think he's trying to come out on this album. Like there was semblances of him trying to come out on Flower Boy. Bro, he's out. He he might he be came, out already. He came out on Flower Boy. I'm not, I, he, he, the man he said allegedly came out. Like he no no no. He, he didn't was, say he didn't say he actually came out. Like he didn't actually no, confirm that he. No, came but out. what I'm saying is I don't care what he said. Yeah, out of his yeah. mouth. Of course, if you listen to the music. Of course, he came out. There was a, there was one. I can't remember the name of the song, but. He talked about like kissing, kissing yeah, the yeah. dude. Yeah, he about kissing the dude. Um, he yeah. came out, man. He, yeah, didn't, he, he didn't confirm it. You're right about but that. That's but that's what I'm saying. He hasn't officially confirmed it. And I think, I think, Igor is an album where he's letting the world know I'm a little timid with trying to completely come out to the world. Because if you look at a song like um, uh, "A Boy Is a Gun," mm-hmm. which I like that song a lot. I like that song a lot. That was I like this song. That's one of my that favorite songs. That was like a second favorite song. On That's here, the one actually. he actually rapped on. That yeah, he was actually rapping yeah. on that joint. But he he says something about like ombre, like I can't wait to see your face or something like that. Ombre, and I'm like, hey, I pass Spanish with a D. I know what ombre, <laughs> I know what ombre means. Ombre, ombre. No, ombre means I'm ombre means Man. I'm hungry. Ombre. Ombre. Well, ombre. He ombre said ombre. means um it means a, a guy. Yeah. Or a man or whatever. So yeah. He kind of like was throwing little hints. He was like. On that song, he also talks about, you know, concealing a relationship and being tired of having to conceal it, uh, self-identity. Mm. Uh, even on uh, even on, I Think, one of the most interesting songs I ever heard Tyler, the creator, make. It's like a dance track. I love that song. But uh, I like that song, too. That's a song that sounded like, like it had song. Playboy Cardi on it. No. It was, a, was, it, or was it the one before? Earthquake. Earthquake. It was Earthquake. It was I Earthquake. love Earthquake. That song is But great. I think on that song, too, it's like the vibes he's giving off are like of somebody that's trying to come out. And I mean, that's deep. That, could you imagine adding that layer to the music that you heard? It's a deep album. It's way deeper than what people think. Well, I think Tyler is just that type of artist, though. So, oh, of again, course. if you I mean, on top of it, if you know, you know if, if you're if you're familiar with his music, you know, like his music is much it's, it's metaphorical. Mm hmm. Like yes, the music sounds cool, but like yeah, you're right, man. He's he's much more of a, like I said, and that goes to that's a testament to him. Yeah, and just of how I'm gonna say it, man. How great of a he's how a, he's great a, of a of, of a mind. He's a great, great of a great of a, a musical. He's a mind. great mind, and he is. And I, I'm just gonna close by saying this: like Logic, the person we actually want to talk about next. Uh, Logic said, "Yo, you know, you can appreciate." The people before you, you can appreciate your peers. He mentioned that on one of the songs on uh, his la- his album that just dropped. Yep. And I think Tyler Creator is somebody that appreciates the people that went before him, like a Pharrell, a Kanye West. And he tried to just like plug as much from what they were able to do into his music. And I think, you know, the end result is something that, number one, we never heard before. Number two is music that's just like out of this universe. To yeah. Be honest with you. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, y'all go check that out. I'm sure you, I'm sure you'll like it. Next album, Logic drops his Confessions of a Dangerous Mind. What do you think about this, man? Man, Logic, Logic, Logic. Love I love to hate Logic, but I also love to love Logic. Yeah. It's it's like I we have a we have a love-hate relationship with Logic. I think you too. I'm a, I'm going to speak for both of us. 
We have a I love definitely hate. do. We have a love. I've, I've more loved him than hated him uh-huh. in the in the past. Mm-hmm. But I'm at a I'm at a crossroads. But I, I really like him. I'm right at now. a crossroads with this guy. Uh, so the way I see it, Confessions of a Dangerous Mind is Logic's version of the Carter Three. Explain. So. If you remember, like Lil Wayne, when he when he came up with the Carter One, he was still on the come up. He was kind of still trying to find his sound. Mm-hmm. And then when he got to Carter Two, it was all about proving himself as an artist. Um, then when Carter Three came out, it was all about making good music for the fans, having fun with it, and just kind of like being completely free and kind of blurting out stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um. If you look at Logic, Logic for Carter One, or sorry, not Carter, his his version of Carter One was the album where he was talking about you know black people and being white and everybody, <laughs> you know everybody, it's everybody, Is it right? everybody, everybody, yeah, it's on everybody. that one where he's like, yo, I don't think you guys quite know me. I'm about to show you who I am. And then when he came out with Young Sinatra, it was like, yo, I'm about to prove I'm one of the hottest rappers in the game. And then when he came out with Confessions of a Dangerous Mind, it was all about trying to make hits. It's all about, you know, just having fun with it. I actually like Logic when he's just having fun with it. I actually think Logic is a top five rapper when he's focused and, you know, but at the same time a little loose. So with that being said, Confessions of a Dangerous Mind was a very fun album to me. You know, if you take it too seriously, you're not going to like it. Just take it as logic just trying to make you have a good time listening to his music. I didn't think the rapping was amazing on the album. Like, some cuts, he clearly was trying to, you know, do his thing. But I thought the versatility of it was impressive. Like, he has a song with Gucci Man that I like. Um, Icy. He has a song with Will Smith, for Christ's sakes. <laughs> yeah, he does. <laughs> That was, and, and that it was shocking. sounds like a Will Smithy song. That was shocking. You know what I mean? He has a song with uh, uh, G Easy. Like these are not these are not artists that bring out the best in Logic. But like I said, it was all about Logic having fun with it. So the question becomes: Is Logic at that level of superstardom to where he can do an album like this? I think he is. Just given how we've curved the expectations when it comes to rappers nowadays, I think he is. But if Logic did this album like in the 90s or early 2000s, I don't think it would have slotted. But I think it is. But I think the the a lot of people are not okay with this album for that reason is they don't think he's at that level to be just having fun on the mic, like not being the best version of himself. Mm-hmm. And so it's a it's a... It's a toss-up. I mean, I think some days you listen to it, the album's amazing, some days it's not. And for me, I'm just going to say, hey, yes, it's an album that I like, I enjoy it, and uh, I will be bumping it. I think it has a long shelf life, just like Carter 3. Hmm. All right. Well, I... I I wanted to interrupt a bunch of times, but I was just like, nah, I'll just wait. Mostly because I feel like I'm just at a complete opposite position of you on this album. Okay. You know, opposite is good. You know, like, 
while there were songs on here that I that I did enjoy, um, for example, uh, I did enjoy the uh, the song with the song called Clickbait. I like that song. I like Clickbait. I like the song with YBN Corday. That was cool. That was a good song. Uh, called Mama Slash Show Love. I like that song a lot. Uh, the one with Gucci was all right. It was all right. It's just a little fun. Yeah. Little fun, fun song. I like the song with uh, with his dad. Quote unquote, his dad. Is that confirmed? Nah, it says I'm my dad, but but all right, I don't. His I, dad talks at the end of it. Listen, I don't know. I don't know if that was his, really his dad or not, or if somebody was just playing a part. I, I thought the song was cool though. I did enjoy that song. Overall, though, I just really wasn't feeling it, man. Like, I just wasn't feeling it. You know, I don't know if it was just the fact that I'm used to Logic having more of a more of a themed approach, more, more of a yeah. consistent themed approach with his music or with, with, his, um, with his projects. I don't know if it's that or I don't know if it's the fact that, you know, he just didn't sound focused. With even just the way he was rapping, he just didn't sound committed to to really uh, being the type of artist that he claims he is at this point, and that I think most people think he is right. Like I think to pop a, to to popular America to the to the masses, Logic is a superstar, right? He is. You see this man on Ellen DeGeneres. You see this man on uh, uh what's the show? Michael Strahan and whatever the hell that other random Good white lady America. is. You see him on Good Morning America. Like, you don't get to those type of platforms if you're not doing something doing something in general and you haven't reached a certain type of uh, 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 crowd, right? So I have no doubt that Logic is a big artist and is one of the biggest artists, rapper-wise, in the damn game. That is not up for debate, in my opinion. What is up for debate is how committed he is to his artistry at this point because he just didn't really deliver on the album that he like he normally does. Like for example, yeah, but he, isn't he allowed to have one album where he can yo, get loose? I, listen, I ain't, I'm not knocking. He can do whatever he wants. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying, like, if I if I'm just grading him against himself, mm-hmm. this album is not better than Young Sinatra and. and we don't have to compare, but I'm I'm comparing him to himself because I'm just because I've I've gotten to a certain type of expectation with him, so I know what he's capable of and I know what he sounds like when he's focused. So yeah, he's having a lot of fun on this project. Mm-hmm. He's having a lot of fun. There's nothing wrong with that, but it just didn't connect with me. Like I'm not trying to hear Logic have fun, and and, and that's what I'm saying. Like, I'm just not. That's what what, what I, I don't want to hear Logic have fun. What I was saying, and if I like, and if I do want to have him hear him have fun. He did it very well on Bobby Tarantino too. Uh, he did it very well. He did it very well on everybody. Where he was, he was talking about serious topics. Well, yeah, serious topics, black and white, uh, uh, race, and this, that, and that. But he also kept it lighthearted in a lot of in a lot of songs, a lot of respects. The visuals kind of indicated that as well. I just didn't like his execution on this project. His rapping wasn't hitting for me. I'm used to Logic rapping and it hitting. It just didn't feel the same. It didn't feel the same. So I don't think it's a bad project. I just don't think it was that that good. I just I thought it was I average. Don't, I don't think it's great. Either. I thought it was average. I thought it was a little above average, like slightly above average, but mm-hmm. not great. But um, 
if he if he wants to take that superstar like step, he has to be able to deliver on cruise control. Like all our great rappers, hip hop acts can deliver on cruise control. Like Drake stays on cruise control, but he's able to still get something that hits with the art uh, with the listeners. This was logic on cruise control, and I think. For the people that are expecting Logic to be the best version of Logic, you're not going to like it. But for the people that can see like Logic trying to make that transition into top rapper that doesn't have to do much to impress you, I think you're going to be okay with it. Hey, like, you, listen, I can you, see you some of these songs like mm-hmm. getting club burn. Like I can see some of these songs having a long-lasting impact. Just like Drake with View. Like, I didn't... I expected more from Drake on views, you know? And so when I looked at views, I was kind of like, ah, this is not that great a project. But if you look back at it, there's mad hits on it. There's long lasting. Drake probably has some of his best hits in his career on views. Yet views is probably rated his worst album. And so that's kind of how I look at this album, where it's not his best work. But I think some of Logic's best hits, most universal hits, are going to come from this album. I don't think so. I personally okay. think that this album is going to be forgotten in no time. Like I, I just don't see this project having a shelf life that you're that you're basically saying it does. I don't see it. I don't see it. I can see it. I don't see any hit. Like there's no hits on here. There's songs that are really good, mm-hmm. but there's no hits. There's no long lasting hits. Logic normally makes songs that, like, like for example, even the song with Eminem. Like, I remember when that song came out a week before the album dropped. Mm-hmm. I remember putting that song on, like, okay, all right, you know, there's a lot of rapping on this shit, you know, it's cool. Eminem's verses, all right. Forgot about the song a week later. I don't care. <laughs> like, I, like, I, like I just don't care. Like, it's, he's not making music that I actually personally that I care about this go round. Okay, that's just me though. And and I've and, and and out of the both of us, like I've I've been the one mostly defending him, uh, not necessarily the music, but like just him as a person, yeah. some of the direction he takes with the music. Yeah, I've been the one kind of supporting him the majority of the time. So, hey man, I just it just, it just wasn't hitting for me. I never really had a Sorry. problem with Logic. I just Logic's music necessarily. I just had a problem with his persona. Persona he was playing on his music. He's the same guy. He's a, he's the same guy, but which we gotta yo we gotta really have a conversation about. We really have to have a conversation about Logic and his persona, his culture vulture, and his vulture and his culture. I don't want to call it vulture ways, but his his cultural appropriation. Is probably the word I would use, although I hesitate to use that word because he is half black, supposedly. Yeah. I'm starting to, yo, I need to start seeing this man's family, dog. He's saying that he's half black. He said his dad was on the song. I, I need to start seeing proof. And I don't want to doubt somebody just because, but I, I really want to see where. You don't need no proof. I, I don't, listen, I want to see this man's. But Come on. Who's your, who Who are these people that you, you don't claim? Need no proof. Who are these people you say, you saying you, that, 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 that is really your family? Yeah. Your, you grew up in the hood. Listen, I'm not knocking anybody. You can turn out however you like. You know what? Who Who is logic at the end of the day? You know what? Because who is he? Because you said that. Logic said on clickbait. 
the only the only place I skip when I do my rounds is the Breakfast Club because Charlemagne's on there. Yep, he's about to skip us. You over here questioning his race? I don't Jesus. give a goddamn. Are you kidding me? And that was corny logic. too. Hey, that logic. was actually corny too. Logic. Come that to was, the ill-advised wise guys. That was, that was wise super guys. corny. Come to the ill-advised wise guys, and it'll be minus Big Ooch. Yo, we'll that, replace Ooch. I'm not gonna lie. That somebody was, else. That clickbait song was super corny too. But you know, we're, not, was, gonna, we're not gonna talk about that. It was. It, it we're not gonna talk about it. We we know what he was good. We know what he was doing. You know what? We know what he was doing. It's, it's okay. I would be the logic apologist here. That's why I said. I was the one that That's went what, on a rant on episode like 10 or something Isn't that like why? That. Isn't that what I just said? I, historically, yeah. I've been the one defending this I'm man. The lo- I'm the one defending logic nowadays. How the tables have turned. Hey. Again, I don't hate logic. I, like, I actually like, still like logic as an artist. I just don't think this album was that good. Oh, okay. I'm defending logic, folks. Co- confessions of a dangerous mind. That shit sound like a movie, dog. Gee. He is going ham on logic right now. Keep going. What does it sound like a movie? It does sound like it a movie. It sounds like a classic movie. It just does sound like <laughs> this was not a classic album. Jeez. All right, let's move on, man. I, I don't want to wow. keep I don't want to keep talking shit about shit I, on this guy, the, man. I really don't. The tables have turned the hell out of the turn. I still like you, Logic, you know, but this wasn't it. Jeez. It's all good though. Huh. You ready to move on? I'm perplexed. <laughs> I'm perplexified. Perplexing Pegasus. I'm perplexified right now. All right, let's move on, man. DJ Khaled, father of Assad. Father of Assad. Father of Assad. What do you think? Actually, you know what? It's my turn, right? It is your turn. It's my turn. You know, so here's the thing. I love DJ Khaled and everything that he stands for. I love DJ Khaled. I'm going to keep saying this shit. I love DJ Khaled. You notice how I'm starting with love? Yes. So that means some that bullshit is about to, about to you follow. You know what? That sounds like my acceptance letter to Harvard when I was <laughs> in high school. We really loved your application, and it was amazing. You know, it was so Thank bad. Thank you for your application I just looked for but. Thank I just you for looked your for the word but or brother. however. I was like, if I see but or however, that's all I'm looking for. <laughs> nah, nah. Real talk. I, I, love, I love DJ Cal. I love what he stands for. I love the fact that he's including his son in this whole... I know some people might look at that as like kind of gimmicky, and but he's just a gimmicky dude. Everything he does is gimmicky. But I do like the fact that he actually is including his son in this whole father of Asaja, shit, even though it has nothing to do with music. So I don't know why you would call your album Father of Asaja, but whatever, man. We not, it doesn't matter. It's a cool name. I love it. I love it. Now, when we get to the music, though, it starts out so great. DJ Khaled has somehow befriended Jamaican legendary royalty. He has befriended royalty when it comes to reggae music. Buju Banton was in jail. He somehow got out of jail, and DJ Khaled has been leeching on him ever since. For like, I don't mean leeching a bad way. I'm saying like they make great music together. That that uh, what was the name of moving? What was it called? Moving uh, the intro. Holy Mountain, great way to start the album. I loved it. Now, to me, the album kind of overall was it was all over the place. I'm not even gonna lie to you. It didn't feel very uh, didn't feel very album ish to me. It just felt like some sort of playlist. Like I I didn't feel like when I was listening to this album that it was a collection of one body of of work. It just felt like. 
hey man, there's a album, there's a playlist called uh, Father of Assad, and uh, here's just a bunch of songs that uh, I put together, guys. Hey, do you like it? it, it so it just was kind of, and it was a playlist that wasn't really guided. It, it just was him, DJ Khaled, just putting stuff together. Long story short, I love the way the album started. I love the way it ended. Again, Buju Banton killed both of those songs. Loved it. Holy Ground. The first song was uh was was uh was like I said, Holy Mountain. The, the Holy Ground was the was the last song. Lauren Hill sample to Zion is the name of the sample that you guys probably uh you know were maybe thinking if 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 that sample sounded familiar. And that's another thing I want to talk about on this album was the sampling. He did a lot of sampling. And DJ Khaled is historically, and at least more recently, has been doing a lot of sampling. A lot of it has been done well, though. I'm, I'm not going to knock, like, for example, uh, Wild Thoughts. We took the Maria. Mm-hmm. Maria, Maria. I thought that was great. I thought that was well done. But then you get to songs on this album, like the one with SZA called Just Us. Love that song. I didn't like it. I love that I song. I didn't like it at all. It's probably my favorite song on there. Wow. Yes. Wow. Okay. All right. Well, hey, we listen. We're on. We're. I know. I know where you're standing. And so I guess. But I, I can well, see we'll hear, somebody we'll not liking it. I thought. I thought it was again. Uh. So by the way, he sampled uh Miss Jackson right by Outkast. Sure, that was obvious for most. <laughs> it's like, like, is that really like that's the that's the problem I have with DJ Khaled and anybody who does sam- who who uses samples. I remember listening to Meek Mill's album Championships and saying to myself, "Yo, these." These, okay, cool. Well, we we get it. You sampled we you sample classic work, but it's not really being done in a in a in a tasteful in a tasteful manner. Like it just sounds very lazy. It's like, come on, bro. Like, it, cool. You thought it was fire. I didn't think it was fire. I didn't think just just us was fire. I didn't think I don't like when people sample and it's done lazy in a, in a lazy way. That at least when I would think it's lazy. So anyway, long story short, like I said. I thought that one was very all over the place. I really do believe that. There's a lot of songs that I do like, though, even though I, I have that uh, criticism of it. Like, I haven't even talked about the Nipsey feature. Um, I threw the song on. By the way, I heard the when I heard that he had a Nipsey feature, I was like, all right, let me see where the song is positioned in the album. When I saw it was like song eight or, or seven or whatever the hell it is, I was like, man, I can't wait to song seven to hear the Nipsey feature, man. Come on. I skipped the intro song midway on my first listen to jump right to the Nipsey feature. I was like, nah, I can't wait. Fuck this. And I was like, all right, I really liked it. You know, it was cool. I thought Nipsey's burst was, 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 I thought it was all right, man. I thought it was all right. It wasn't, it wasn't amazing like everybody is probably going to make it sound like. Uh, I thought John Legend was the highlight of that song. John Legend sounded, angelic i don't know how you feel because we talked about it off off air so i'm sure you're gonna get to this but overall man like i said this album was just okay for me it was just okay there was a there was about three three or four strong songs and like i said the intro and the outro both with buju benton that i really like i'll i'll elevate higher with nipsey hustle and 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 john legend i'm gonna put that up there as some of my favorite songs on the album I even like the song that came after that song, which was Meek Mill and Lil Baby, uh, Weather the Storm. I like that song a lot. That was a dope-ass song. Meek Mill's even feature was great. sounds inaudible on it. I mean, come on. <laughs> I don't care about that. It's, it, was, it, was, it was pretty good, though. Overall, 
I just wasn't really feeling some of these songs. They just weren't that strong. The Cardi feature just wasn't. That Cardi and, and, and 21 Savage song just wasn't that good to me. That's a very good song. We are different. It just wasn't that good to me. That was a very good the song. song with, um, the song with uh, 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 Travis Scott and Post Malone was, wasn't that good. Both of them dudes are, are great artists. For that song to be that bad yeah. is shocking. Um, you got the Jeezy and Rick Raw song, very nostalgic. I'm not going to say that was one of the best songs on the album. It was just I, all right. I it's care a, for it's it. a filler song. The Gunna and Lil Wayne song was was so forgettable that I don't even want to spend more time talking about it. <laughs> it's like, I just don't. Overall, like I said, the song, the album was just okay for me. And if I had to grade it, I will give it a I'll give it a C. I'll give it a C. C. What'd you think of it? Okay. I think you have you you have fair arguments. Um But when was a DJ Khaled album ever expected to be anything higher than a C? You know, he's he's never been able to put up super duper quality albums. So I think the one thing that changed is that the expectations for the album changed, you know, and some of it was his own doing, mm-hmm. you know, with these damn sacred titles for names, <laughs> you know, holy keys and all kinds of. And then the other thing major was key. major key. I thought whatever. major key was a really good album. It was a good album, but it's like that even, was a even surprise. The, even the one before that I changed a lot. That yeah. was a really good album. Yeah, But th- those were like those were like. A so-so NBA player scoring 30. Like, you didn't expect them to score 30. That's good, but not great. Like, if you would score 50, I would have been, like, shocked. It was like a so-so NBA player scoring 30. By the way, I hated his uh, last album, Grateful. Yeah, great. He had his son, like, the, his son yeah. who was, like, really young at that point. Yeah, yeah. Had his son on. I did not like that it album a, at all. That was. A, I thought that was actually one of his best albums. Really? And but that was the I album that had that one song with Jay-Z. The first song with Jay-Z and Beyonce, yeah, Shining. Which Shining. I think, you don't like this song, right? I like Shining. I like oh, you like it? Yeah, Shining's, Shining's okay. Okay. Well, um, But anyway. Anyway, yeah, go ahead. Um, You know, one of the, the things that bothered me about people like DJ Khaled, like artists like DJ Khaled, is... When I hear a body of work by them, I don't want to know your intentions. You know, whenever you drop a song, I don't want to know your intentions when you drop it. You know what I mean? Like that, that the way you talk about sampling bothering you, that's what bothers me the most. So if we just look at the track list for this album, literally from start to finish, Mm -hmm. Holy Mountain. I, I feel, it's a good song. It's a good so song. Great. But I can see through DJ Khaled saying, "We gotta have that one reggae song on of the album." Of course. Yeah, yeah. But but, you, but you go me, which, no, you're right. You're right though. But I think it was so well but you done. Know what I, it was. I think it was so well done. That I give him a pass. It's personally. a quali- I, I'm not saying it's bad. I didn't say yeah, it, so. Yeah, that's yeah. I'm fine with that. But then when you you go to the next song, "Wish Wish" with Cardi B, I see your intentions. You were trying to make a strip club hit. You get your two go to strip club people, Cardi B and Twenty One Savage. Then with Jealous, you want to make a hip-hop hit that is kind of pop. So you get Chris Brown, and then you get Lil Wayne, and you get Big Sean to lay down verses. I get what you were trying to do. I'm not even going to lie to you. Sorry to interrupt, by the way, Mm because it's it's actually making me mad. Mm -hmm. Because while I said all that great stuff about Khaled to start off my my opinion on the album, Mm -hmm. it actually annoys me 
DJ Khaled annoys me because his formula has been working for so long that now I don't believe his music is hitting as as it used to. The, Did you notice that there was no single? That's what I'm saying. There was no single like that dropped on this album. In this day and he age, included he included Top Off, which came out a year, almost two years ago. How long? How long ago did Top Off like come a, out? At least a year ago. And then, and then, No Brainer. No that brainer. song came out a that long like time a, ago. That was like a year ago. But were those supposed to be the singles on there? Those are the singles. I mean, there's no other. Those are the singles. So, like, but why did the album come so far, so far behind those singles when they were hot? Like, I'm so confused at like the timing that the album dropped. And you know what I'm saying? Like it just didn't seem like there was a a strong rollout like we're used yeah, to Khaled. But that's where he it, drops all the singles and then he gets you hyped and then he drops the album. Is that Khaled or is that just the way the music industry has turned? Like you can't do things tr- and, th- and that's what I'm trying to say by by naming all those songs and his intentions behind it. You're trying to follow a certain formula. It's not working in this day and age. He probably dropped top off and then was like, yo, you know, I want to match uh, the level of epic that Top Off was because Jay-Z, Beyonce, and Future on a song together. I want to match that. So you start trying to create songs like you, Just Us with SZA where it's like it has an epic instrumental on there. You start trying to like plug and play people that don't mix together just so you can get some type of like reaction. You know, it's like I don't, I don't like the level. We we talked about Tyler, the creator, and how creative he was. There is a lack of creativity in how this album was put together. Point blank, period. Point blank, period. You put people in places to succeed, but you you put them in places that they were comfortable in. Like uh, another example, Big Sean on Thank You. That's a Big Sean type song. I'm, I understand Big Sean makes that type of song. I'm not trying to listen to that. Like he puts you, you, you put... Rick Ross and Jeezy on a big was, boy talk that song. Easy. That's your typical that easy, easy song that you put together in Jeezy or Rick Ross. Predictable. Song. You know what I mean? He's like, he's become predictable. He's become predictable with his moves. But he's always been like that. I think I just he, don't think the music is hitting like it. I think we're tired of Khaled's music. It's to be honest, it's always been like that. But at the, it's 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 his season is is over. Like the, I don't, the days I don't think the, it's that. the days of DJ Khaled's wave and how he used to fuck shit up when he yeah. throw all these names on songs. And people used to be like, oh, my God, he got Chris Brown, Lil Wayne, and ah, da, 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 da. Yeah, but there was a, Those days are done. There was, a, there was a level of organic, like, that came with the way those songs were put together. Because the songs were good. They were, number one, they were good, first and foremost. But there was a level of organic that you got from DJ Khaled. I felt like, yo, they derived this together. But I think with this album, if I were to guess, I'm just guessing... Khaled probably was the one that came with the idea for each and every song. There wasn't a brainstorming session. There was just like, hey, for no brainer, I want to make a song like this. I'll get Justin Bieber because he does have that power now. Because back in the day, he didn't have the power to be like, yo, I'm going to get Justin Bieber, Chance the Rapper, and Quavo on a song together and try to see what they can do. Mm -hmm. He has the power to make a call on whatever song he wants to make. Back in the day, I feel like there was a brainstorm. Because back in the day, remember some artists like Rick Ross were on like 15 songs? He'll yep. put Rick Ross on like a whole bunch of songs. Yep. Or he'll put Fat Joe on a whole bunch of songs. Like because it was organic. It was a brainstorming session. It was like, 
yo, we just we just trying to make a hit. Well, I don't know now, about that. I feel like Ross was just hotter back then. Ross so was like hotter. it just made more no, sense to put him on a lot more songs. Travis Scott was on like, the last. He has Lil Wayne on like three songs. Yeah, on, two or three songs on his on album. The last one, um, Travis Scott was hot. He was all over that album. Yeah, he was grateful. You know what I mean? Yep. So. To, to 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 pretty much close it out, I just think that the music sounds a lot less organic. And like I always say, like if if I don't feel your music, then I I can't get down with it. And so I'm I'm with you where I'm like this is a C to me, especially yeah. in the midst of all the other great music we got to hear in these last couple of months. Like, yeah, man, it's just it came out the same time as Tyler the Creator and Igor. It's just like it's come like on. You, the the, the level different. of creativity this, needs to improve. We're we're at a it's like you can see when when the when the caliber when I got to use the word caliber. DJ Caliber. <laughs> right. When the caliber of music is so, so much different with a Tyler, the Creator album called Igor and a Father of Assad, and it's so noticeable, man, you got to start calling these dudes out. You got, And it's like not even a bad thing. It's just more so like, dude, I'm just, I'm hearing your music and it's just not hidden. Yes. I, I, listen, I just call it what it is. It's just not hidden. It's not hidden. Yeah. And I don't think it will. Like, uh, none of these songs are... Okay, the Nipsey song is probably gonna last because just because off the name recognition, I think that song is gonna be it's gonna be like certain songs are just automatic, and Cal is just good at making automatic hits based on the people that are on it. It's going to go because of who he has on it. What regardless of whether the song is good or not, like I still don't like the song Top Off with Jay Z, Beyonce, and Future. I don't think that song is that good, but. He has Beyonce, Jay-Z, and Future. And this, this song came out a while ago. Future was a little bit more hotter then. It's automatically going to go. So we got to start judging the music versus who's on the songs. And if you're just judging the music, I, just, I think it's all right. Ain't nothing, that, ain't nothing that special. But you see, the thing is, Khaled has to be, and this is the last thing I'm going to say. Sure. Khaled has to be ahead of the curve when it comes to talent. Like, if you're not ahead of the curve, you, you, you get what I'm saying? Like Tyler the Creator's album to I hate to compare the two all the time. Tyler the Creator's album didn't have the hottest names. He just knew where to plug in Playboy Cardi on a song that I probably would not have plugged in Playboy Cardi, right? On a song that I probably would not have put Charlie Wilson on. You gotta be able to say, hey, like, I understand Top Off sounds like a Jay Z Beyonce future type song, but you gotta be ahead of the curve and put somebody like different on there you gotta be able to put like young boy never broke again or something on there have a different vibe you know a different energy you, you know, know what, what I, you know what i didn't like that i thought about when i was listening to it and shit we keep saying this is gonna be the last thing we keep talking but I, I started thinking about how he used to um he used to like really big up his his we the best team you know, like, you notice, he says we the best, but it used to be, like, a, a, a thing, like a label. Yeah. Like, he used to be like, yo, I got artists, I got this, that, and the third. And then I started thinking about a uh, Ace Hood and, and uh, uh, Movado, Movado's on there, yeah. which is why you always see them uh, working together. Yeah. Apparently, Vado is on is on We the Best. He signed a while ago. I, I mean, Vado's not a mainstream art artist, but the point is, oh, and then also, his newest act, uh, Flip De Niro. Oh, it's signed to We The Best. I don't know if people even know I that. I didn't know he was on there. Why is he not on this? Like, Khaled is not, and I'm not, listen, Khaled, you can do whatever the hell you want, Khaled. I'm just simply saying, to your point, it would have been, been kind of nice to hear a different type of vibe 
from a, a Flip De Niro, somebody that's like yeah. not really expected, yeah, right, on a song with one of these bigger dudes. And I thought he did that with uh, uh, 070, 07, 07 Shake, right? Was, when, that's why it's one of your favorite. That's songs, not his right? artist though, but, not but his still, artist, but you you sprinkle somebody a random, a random sprinkle somebody different, like, and it just mix it up a little bit, I, right? Like I heard the song with Travis Scott and Post Malone, and I said, oh yeah, that's a title, Travis Scott Post Malone type song. You know, top one, oh yeah, that's a Jay Z type song. You know, like yeah. I'm not jealous. That's a Chris Brown type song. You know, like you got to be a little more creative. You got to be a little more daring with your approach. And that's what I love about it. Yeah, man. I don't know. Y'all might like it, though. Uh, or might think it's more than a C. But uh, yeah, let us know. Let's move on, though. Next album, Ari Lennox dropped her debut project called Shea Butter Baby. What do you think about this, man? Jeez Louise, man. Like. I uh, I got a fiance. Oh boy. Don't get in trouble on this goddamn show, man. Listen, I got a fiance. You you ain't got to go home, but uh when we're done here, you got to leave. Of course. You, you don't know <laughs> what I'm about to say. You don't know what I'm about to say. Ari Lennox she has this level of sexiness to her. She, you know, we were talking about her off the the production the show and we're just kind of like you know where would you put her in terms of attractiveness and you know if you see her in person she doesn't scream out like Marilyn Monroe or anything like that but her music she is so sexy to me like in this album Shea Butter Baby which you know there's let's let's be real with it there's there's a lot of scissor doppelgangers out there you know her is a scissor doppelganger. I don't think so. Summer Walker is a scissor doppelganger. I think doppel- Summer Walker is a scissor doppelganger. Um, <laughs> I wouldn't say her. There's is, a though. few scissor doppelgangers out there. Um, it's a funny ass word. Ari Lennox is probably a scissor doppelganger. Nah. Probably. I mean, you don't got to be 100% scissor. I'm not saying that. But your approach of being like this carefree, almost hippie like R&B singer that doesn't really care. About what y'all think about my look. So you're not talking about you're not talking about doppelganger direction. in terms of music. I'm talking about, you're talking about like persona. Like persona. That's yes. what you're talking about. Yes. Well, musically, there are some. I mean, Summer Walker and Scissor are similar musically, but her is musically completely different. Her is a little more versatile. And that's why I wouldn't. She's say, probably a lot more. And that's why I wouldn't. A lot that's why more I say I wouldn't. I wouldn't even else. say her. But is a doppelganger but they still had this persona of like carefree hippie. I don't really care if y'all. Look free spirit, me, free spirit. Ari Lennox probably out of that group is the most authentically free spirit person out of that group. Maybe one of the most authentically free spirit artists in general, boys or girls. Um, on Shea Butter Baby, you know the kids are saying drip. That was a chill drip. That was a I get where you coming from drip. Like. She did not care which direction she went when it came to love, when it came to heartbreak, when it came to just lounging around the house, chilling. Like her curse words were just coming out of nowhere. You know what I mean? Like one of my favorite songs, New Apartment. I love that Beautiful song. song. I love that song. Then at the end, she's just saying, get the F out my apartment. Get out my apartment. I'm like, wait, where the hell did that come from? But 
at the same time, she has that carefreeness to her. Her music is amazing. Like, her music is well-structured, high in quality, and her vocal game is on point. Vocal game is on point. Like, she can reach those notes. Um, she's also a DMV person. And you know how real us DMVers are. We, 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 we keep it straight with you 100. And so, all in all, if you're a woman or a man, dog or cat, the number one takeaway from this album is that it's super duper relatable. And Ari Lennox is one of those artists that, you know, I just think will connect with you depending on where you are and your your frame of mind. There's a song on that album in there that you're going to connect with. And I thought that was pretty impressive, especially considering that she's not necessarily known as much. For her to be able to connect with you and demand your attention. She demands your attention in every type of way. I thought that was impressive, man. Mm, that was impressive. And she's she's also uh, one of J. Cole's artists. And they, they usually tend to be like free-spirited like that. So I just want to add that. Yeah, I was, just, I was just about to add that in there. I wasn't sure if you were going to do that. But mm -hmm. where I was going with this was, man, J. Cole got a goddamn superstar on his roster. If, if nobody else pans out on Dreamville, I believe Ari Lennox is about to take that next step into... Ari Lennox is SZA. Right. And Kendrick has SZA. J. Cole has uh, Ari Lennox. This is, this is getting good. But the only difference is Kendrick is just an artist on TDE. J. Cole is a part owner, like founder that's of true. the label. That's, that's a good point. Like... TDE existed before Kendrick, and of course we we look at those as synonymous. And Kendrick is the most important person on the label, but and I don't mean to compare those two. I just I just wanted to make the distinction. Cole is like a damn boss, mm -hmm. like and so in his vision of his label to be whoever the hell said yo sign her, so, not the artist her sign Ari Lennox, bro they got a steal. Because when I heard this album, I'm I'm listening like, man, this album is so fucking fire that this is this is everything that um that control felt like with with SZA. Yes, I remember listening to Control because by the way, I I was I wasn't a huge SZA fan before Control, but I was very aware of who she was and I always liked her sound. So it didn't surprise me that she was that she um was able to drop an album like Control. But I was, even though it, it didn't surprise me, I still happen to be surprised. We'll, we'll, go, go take that for whatever it's worth, if that makes any sense. Anyway, what Control did for SZA, I believe Shea Butter Baby is going to do something very similar, if not the same, for Ari Lennox. It's going to propel her to this mainstream audience that, hey, if she wasn't ready for it, shit, she better be ready because the album is dope, man. You, you talked about um, New Apartment, which I really love. Uh, another one of the songs that I really like is uh, is BMO, the second song on the album. I even like Chicago Boy. I like the way that album just. I man, to be honest, I liked every song. Yeah, there I wasn't mean, like, a bad. Song let me not it. even just highlight. It's just yeah, I feel like if I highlight one song, it's like it's almost as if like I didn't like another, or you know what I'm saying? Like I I just thought it was a great collection of of songs, man. And uh, yeah, man, I'm gonna go a little left field because. Um, 
you said it a little bit earlier. You were like, man, she's sexy. There's something about her. Da, 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 da. Shoot. I'm going to tell you what I like about her is this whole this whole natural vibe that she got going on. I, yo, I'm a sucker for a girl that that's natural. I'm just going to I'm just going to put that out there. Girls who use shea butter, who who care about their 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 health, who care about their damn their damn hair. Oh, wait, so damn shea, shea butter you put on your hair? Shea butter you can put on it. You can put on your skin. I thought it's, it's an ice cream topping. Bro, come on. All right. You ain't never had ice cream with shea butter I on know, it? Th- th- I won't, I'm alive, ain't I? I feel like I would die if I had that. You can't eat shea butter. Yes, you can eat shea butter. That's sick. Don't but that sound like a dope ass ice cream topping? It kind of does. Like a flavor. You it go does. to you go to like you go right down the street. Yeah, like, you get some shea butter. You go to uh, Cold Stone. Hey, can I try the shea butter? Can I have the little? You know how they give you the little spoon? Yeah, we get to the try spoon <laughs> shea butter. Shea butter uh, flavored ice cream. Shave the top. I don't know. No, but seriously though, I, I I do like her vibe. You said it, man. Free spirit, all that. I don't need to continue to repeat that. But yeah. Dope ass album. I like it. Thank God. And we don't need to spend. Don't like think because we don't spend as much time on an album that is bad. No. If we don't spend that much time on an album, it means it's really good. There's and nothing that, to talk about. And it might about. confuse some people. It's going to confuse people. It, like, there's man, y'all, nothing y'all to talk spend, about. Y'all spent 20 minutes on on Lil Baby. We spent 20 minutes on DJ Khaled trashing it. But then we don't have enough good things to say about Ari Leonard's Shea Butter Baby. I'll tell you what I won't spend a lot of time on is... uh the Sierra album, but shit, we'll get to that. Next album, Meg the Megan the Stallion dropped her uh, debut project called freak. Fever. Big 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 old freak. She and, a big uh, old freak. You know what? I I really enjoyed it. I really enjoyed it, man. I heard it. Um, I heard it and uh, I played it straight through. Didn't stop not one time. And I'll say this and I'll make it quick. She can rap her damn ass off. She is one of the best female rappers that I've heard. I'm talking about, and when I say when I say that, I don't think, oh my god, she he thinks this man thinks he's the best female rapper of all time. That's not what I said. What I'm saying is like delivery wise, her delivery and the way she commands the damn mic is something special. It really is. I don't give a damn. She's talking about shaking her ass the whole song. I'm just saying when she's rapping, she sounds like she knows what the hell she's doing. Better than Young Miami? Oh, she's way better than Young Miami. <laughs> I was down this camel and I and She's I, way and better than Young Miami. Okay, cool. Um, cool. Yeah, this album's dope. That's just, you know, this album was really good. It's a sucky artist name. I do not like Megan Thee Stallion. Like, you don't like that? I would not give that a Grammy just because of the name. <laughs> Megan Thee Stallion. Megan, I don't like that name. As an artist name, really? but well, what? I don't, I don't see anything wrong. I with don't that. know enough about Megan The Stallion to, to, to. She's from, so she's from Houston. Mm-hmm. She came out of nowhere, ran uh, just like out of the blue. It seemed like, right? She did, yeah. But apparently, she's been out for a while. She's been writing in the background. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Um, she's like the, that's she, the only. That's all I got. Instagram freak. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Come on, man. You try, hey. No, Listen, I'm asking, can we secure the interview with Meg The Stallion at some I point? I actually thought she was on. She started from Instagram. Oh, did you? I actually maybe she that. did. Maybe yeah, she did. Yeah. I don't know because that's all I was seeing her. Well, she's definitely Instagram. she's definitely popping on Instagram. I'll say that. Okay, all right. But I, um, I have nothing to say about this album. <laughs> all right, let's move on then to an album that sounds like you Wait, have her a lot album's to say called about. Fever. It's called Fever. Yeah, what Fever? She's hot, man. Just a fe- oh, she's hot. That's hot in a bad way. Hey man, so uh, anyway, that's 
Is she nauseous too? <laughs> she's hot, man. That's, nauseous. that's what she's trying to tell people. Congested. She got an upper respiratory. Why is the first thing upper that, respiratory infection? First thing that comes to your mind when you think of a fever is hot. What, what, you what's can the first be thing congested that comes to your mind? too. What's the first thing that comes to your mind? Sick. She's sick. Isn't isn't that a good thing? And when you well, call an artist sick. sick, oh yeah, that's oh true. man, I'm sick. That's true. I'm so sick. I got the flu. You've but heard that. You've heard that way. bar before. Okay. You know, it's so confusing. Like, <laughs> dude, our Michael culture. Ja- why do we? Why do we <laughs> glamorize bad things? Michael Jackson has a song called "Bad." Exactly. I'm bad. I'm bad. When did bad you become good? It? What? How is bad a good thing? When did this? Yeah, like, <laughs> like, like let's. Does that make any? Why does that make sense? Like so dripping, like dr- you're dripping. No, you sound like an old man. No, I'm, I'm just. It's, it's funny to me. <laughs> you're, you're, why are dripping? Why are they dripping? Why do the kids have drip? <laughs> drip? Why would you want to drip? What's next? Don't you want to be solid? What's next? Seriously, what's next? I don't know. I'm man. bleeding. Who knows? <laughs> Who the hell knows? Step up. Step up in the club and I was bleeding today. Hey, that's what that's like, a, what the hell? Isn't that the song with uh Blueface? Bleed, Bleed him? him? Okay, there you go. Yeah, I, I it's called Bleed It, actually. <laughs> one of the best songs I've heard from him, but that's not really saying a lot because he only has like one good song. You mean, you mean he Kelly, has like Kelly one Uber? good song. And Tatiana's not one of them. I hate it's that not, song. It's not. I just say it, but I actually Bleed that it. song every time. I it, hate it comes that song. On. I don't like Tatiana. Anyway. Sierra. On, Sierra dropped her uh what? What is it? Was it an album, EP? What would you consult? It's an album. What do you consider it? It's album? An album. Comeback album. Called uh, Beauty Marks. What do you think it is, man? You know what? Sierra is weird because I think Sierra has the 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 persona, the know-how, the wherewithal of a superstar. <laughs> you just use that word. Hey, you know. <laughs> Dude, I could sense... Yeah, un uncertainty when that word was used, like the the world. You actually said it right. It just I, it, I didn't. I don't know hesitancy. Do you know how to spell that? Of course, I don't know how to spell no Me damn wherewithal. But she has the wherewithal. You're not even saying it right now. A superstar, whatever. Right. You know what I mean. Go ahead. She has the wherewithal of a superstar artist that you know is capable of making a hit anytime she feels like it, but. For the last like what six seven years, she hasn't really had a major hit. She has the look. She has everything. Like if if I was a music exec and Sierra walked into my room, I would be like, "Yo, I can make millions off of this lady." Like a model looking girl that pretty decent at singing, can dance, is capable of making hit records. Why isn't she popping? <laughs> you want me to tell you? Don't don't no don't. <laughs> Why isn't she popping, dog? Like, it's bothering me. It's a rhetorical question. I know. So, I actually think on Beauty Marks, she actually elevates herself to that top artist musically. She elevates herself to it. I'm not saying, listen, listen. I'm not saying it's the best thing since sliced bread. I'm not saying that. What I am saying is she actually made an attempt to make hit records on there. Because this is a pop album, guys. This is a pop album. You even got those, like, watered-down Caribbean songs. You know what I mean? Like, Hear Me Calling? By Juice World? Yeah, you know, it's a watered-down Caribbean song? Yeah. Probably made by it's, Alex the it's, Kid. It's dripping. It's a dripping... It's not uh, dripping. It's a drippy song, you know? The joint is splashing. 
But yeah, I actually thought she attempted to make hit records. She was successful, and it's it's it will remain to be seen if some of the songs on that album were hits. But I thought that she made some hits on there. Now, as a body of work, I, I thought it was too erratic. It was it was too all over the place for it to be taken seriously as a full body of work. But Sierra showed her superstar self on that album. And I hope, like, maybe Sierra has one more run in her. Maybe she does. You know, maybe she has one more goodies run. I doubt it, but I mean, maybe she does. So what? So let me ask you this, Ooch. You have Sierra right now. At this moment, this type of Sierra, Sierra that is is married to Russell Wilson, probably lives in Seattle right now, uh, has not made a major hit in a while. How do you market her? What do you do to make her the best version of herself? What do you do? What what can you do? What what, what would be your suggestion? Me? Yes. Well, first and foremost, uh, I'll tell you this right now. Uh, she needs a rebrand. Okay. Uh, so what I would probably start with is maybe a look. Get yeah. her make rebrand, and when I say rebrand, make her interesting. She's not interesting. Nobody. That's a good point. She's washed. That's a good point. Sierra is washed. That's a good point. Nobody cares about her music. Nobody cares about her. So you know how you get people to care about her? What? You show them. Your life. Put, I mean, put, put on a reality on. show with her and Russell. You know how many women will probably tune in to a damn reality show with with Sierra and Russell Wilson? Yeah, them two are too boring people. But it won't last. Well, but here's the thing. I don't care what the reality show is about. People want to know what that relationship is about. I wouldn't watch it, but I'm I'm guaranteed there's women who 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 aspire to be like a like a Sierra. Whether it's musically or just in her personal life, but she was with Future, and she wasn't winning. Nah, Future <laughs> gave her a hit. That one song? gave her one hit. Yeah, she gave it her was a good hit. That was a hit. I love that song. My body, your body, so. Notice how we still didn't say the name of the song, but whatever. My body, yeah, yeah. body. It's called body. Yeah, body, it's body, 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 body. Yeah, yeah, yes. yeah. That was it. So, so, so. Yeah, I would I would just find a way to make her interest in, man, why do I not know how to say interesting? You interesting again. I'm gonna put her in a reality show, right? I'm gonna make her become visible. I really feel like Sierra has become this art, and maybe she's always been like this, but she just hasn't adjusted to today's time, right? Where, you know, back when she was popping, you know, goodies, it was a different type of era, right? You didn't have to really give yourself to the fan. Right. So I don't really feel like she's adjusted very well with that. So because she seems like a very private individual, like just even when you kind of talk to her, I've seen her in interviews and she just doesn't seem very open. She's 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 definitely guarded. And and listen, you can be guarded. That's fine. As an artist, you're entitled to that. But but as to your question, how do you make her interesting to people? The people who are part of her label have to find a way to make Someone who is not that open, seem open to her audience or to a wider audience. And so, like I said, I think a reality show could help her out. That's step one. Matter of fact, 
Let her write a book. Just put her on love and hip hop. Put her on a book. This is a simple question. She's not gonna do love just and hip hop. Just put her on love and hip hop. Why hip-hop? would she do that? That's going backwards. Let her catch fights. That's going backwards. Let her catch like, catch a fade with somebody like K. Michelle or something. Bro, that's going backwards. Okay. She, she, she's she, hey. she she's married to Russell Wilson, a desperate Super Bowl times champion. Call for desperate you measures. Me? So I don't know, man. At this point, I don't know what put her on Golden State Warriors. I don't know. I don't, listen, I'm gonna be honest. I didn't do? I didn't hear the album, um, but I'm not going to. She, you know what? I'm not gonna listen to her. She's, because she's washed. Her and Rita Ora are in this black hole where they are like, they are looked at as maybe like top tier figures, but their music just isn't hitting. Like, but Sierra I've been has, waiting for Sierra, Rita Ora to have that one major but Sierra hit. Sierra has had her day, is what I'm trying to say, man. She did have her day. So she like, did have her day. So like, but she wasn't top point, tier at that moment. Like, Sierra was always she's hovering like, around the top, right? When her. See, in her hate, I'm talking. When I say hate, I'm talking about like back in the bow when she was dating Bow Wow, mm-hmm. which is a long ass fucking time ago. But that's when Sierra was at her peak. She was hot, but I'm saying like top tier, as in like if Sierra, Sierra's gonna be on your show, like she's not settling for a lot of the other stuff that these other people are selling. Like last time I saw Sierra, she was on The Voice or something like that. Like that's top tier people that are involved with that. You know, Listen, so man. sometimes it's crazy. Sometimes it's crazy. persona. Sometimes you just people don't want people don't want to hear from you anymore. It's yeah, it's no yeah. different than uh when I said that, what I said about Iggy Azalea that one time we were talking about her, her new new songs and I was just like dog yeah just, people don't want to hear from you because her, her music care. isn't great. But Sierra, we don't care. Is, no Iggy Azalea in the midst of some Iggy of these, Azalea got Sally Walker. The song is not bad. Like Sally Walker is 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 right? somewhat of a hit. That's my that point. People actually care about. Like I'm saying, Sierra's songs they do not care about. No, but are like, they? But but you say she has potential hits mm-hmm. on this though. On this, I'm talking about like right? top hits, like top forty. Like we're right. talking like hits that should be played in bars everywhere. But what I'm saying is, and it's like why why not? So so if Sierra has. A higher quality of music than uh, than Iggy Azalea, right? We won't compare the music ex- like one to one, but I think they got the same problem. I think no. they got the same problem. I, I think if Iggy They're, were to make a a, a hit, mm-hmm. people would recept it, but she just has not been able to make a hit that that is like or organic, a hit that she she her problem is just kind of following waves and people aren't buying that. Sierra is we don't even take the time to listen to your stuff. But we think you're a top tier figure. We don't think which that. is weird. Who's we? Okay, I'm not in that. Sierra's a big deal. Like Sierra I, will I, make ET Entertainment Tonight. Yeah, like, but not young for her boy music. won't but make not for Entertainment music. Tonight. Not I, for her I understand. music. Understand? That's why I said she's a figure. But right, you should at least give a chance. And that's why to somebody said, that's a figure. No, that's not true. Okay. And that's why I said no. Black China makes music. She's a figure. Do, yeah, am I gonna run to listen Black to a China, Black China album? Black no. China doesn't make music. She's an artist now. Black China. <laughs> She's an artist Black now. Black China makes noise that just right. happens to be right. classified right, as music. Man. Here we go. Listen, I'm I don't want to. Ca- we ain't saying. <laughs> we're not saying Black China. Please, please. My point we're not is, saying Black China makes music. Not yet. She does. I don't know. She tries to make music. She had a couple songs no, that came she out. She tries. <laughs> she tried. All right, whatever. She tried a music career. All right, all right. Cool. You're right. But still. <laughs> 
You gotta, you gotta show. I think she needs a rebrand. Sierra needs a rebrand. I don't know what to do. Maybe we can get on, Sierra out to uh, Wyoming. Jesus. And Kanye, Kanye session, seven songs, dog. That just, might help. Just let let Kanye do seven of your songs, and you might you might be able to do something. I don't know, man. Whatever the hell she needs to do, she needs to do it quick, because uh, well, put on the Golden State Warriors. Why? What are you talking about? We need something, man. It's desperate. Why measures. would you put her on a, desperate a basketball measures. team? What the hell are you talking about? As for desperate times, Listen, man. Golden State it, Warriors. Sorry, desperate times. As for desperate measures. Put on something. The Golden State Please. Warriors are slated Please. to play the, the Milwaukee Bucks in the championship. Yes. We want to give them the, the best chance to win. That's not giving you them the what? best chance to win. Sierra put needs her, to put be her on the host. Bucks. No, put her on the Bucks. No, forget the basketball. Let her get a championship. She needs to host. Ah. She needs to be a host. Wait, what do you mean? Like, host one of these shows. Like, we don't Sierra care about Sierra, Sierra, though. No, put her on, like, um, uh, America's Got Talent. Let her host or something. Like, she needs to do something. Expand? Expand, expand her, uh, exp- expand maybe, her like, reach? Maybe Sierra's music career is over and she just needs to, like, go to... You know who I look at? I look at... Like I look like at Scary Sierra. Spice did No, that. you're right. I look at Sierra like... And, damn, we talked about her for too long. I don't even... Why? How did this happen? Anyway, we're here. Sierra, I look at Sierra like a uh, like a Jennifer Lopez, like oh, a no. No, hear me out. I don't mean I don't mean ex- exactly. I'm saying like what Jennifer Lopez was able to do in her career: make music, acting, right, be a figure. Like a, a, she's just a Jennifer Lopez is merely a a figure. We don't really tie her to music all the way. We don't tie her to to uh. Any one thing that she does all the way, she's just a person who is able to do a lot of things. So if she was, if, if, if Sierra went into acting for whatever reason, I don't even know if she cares about that. If she were to magically say, I want to start acting and just start expanding her reach, kind of what you were saying, people might care about her music in a weird exactly. way. Exactly. People That's might. That's what I'm saying. They might. She needs to do something. Maybe need, is the other uh, prince in UK, is the other prince married? She, does, she, does she come across as like Jesus. Princess? No. Princess Sierra from you know the whatever the family's royal family. Hey man, Russell Wilson's not a he's not a royalty? Hell no. They're ill and they're not. So advice. Alright, so speed round. Let's jump into this, man. We got a lot of songs to talk about. We'll kick this off really quick. Janae Iko dropped a song called Triggered. It was a freestyle. She took aim at you no know, damn freestyle. It was a freestyle. Well, I'm you know, tired of these people. Come on, man. You know, you know what they mean by freestyle. Yeah. I'm tired of these people. Saying I really think when they say freestyle, it's just a way of them saying like, yo, don't take the song too seriously. How does your freestyle have ad libs? Don't take the song too seriously. That's 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 all they mean by freestyle. I know. They don't want you to don't consider this a billboard hit. I just want to put something out there. That's all she's saying with it. I thought it was dope, though. Very, t- very tight song. She was very emotional on this song, by the way. Irrationally emotional. I, all right, I'll move on. You got anything else to say about this? No. What, what were you I, about I this just song? want this. Is just I wanted to say something about this. J- Janae Aiko. Sexy. Well, yeah, but that's not where I'm going with this. Janae Aiko is. She might be, and I'm just going based on the lyrics. Jesus. No, nah, I'm going based say on the lyrics. Crazy. Okay. No, nah, it's not. Even, it's, I don't think it's that crazy. I think it's logical. I thought you were about to say she's a goat. Whoa, chill. Chill out. If you listen to her lyrics, which seems like she writes them and she's very uh, in tune with all of that, 
she might be a troubled individual. Like, like I would not want to date Janae Eichel. And yeah. the reason I say that is not because... I knew something disrespectful was coming. How's that disrespectful? This is what you're talking about. Keep going. But anyway... Uh, you're talking about mental health. Nah, I just, just said she's troubled. I, I don't okay. mean like mentally. I don't mean okay. she has neurological issues. I'm just simply <laughs> saying the type of person she seems to be in her music is not conducive for a healthy relationship. Ir- she's irrational. It, that's exactly my point. Yeah. So, and, and, and I love it though. And, and I think it makes it, for great music. It makes for great music, but Heartbreak. Like, I don't think it's a person you want to deal with. It's no different than what you was always saying it's about, cute. I wouldn't want to date SZA. Yeah, but that's for different reasons. Why? SZA. Remember, remember how we, we were always like, yo, SZA is, she just seems like trouble. She just, that's not the type you of girl. You said you didn't want to date I said SZA. that, but you agreed with me, though. I agreed, but for different reasons. All right, all right, all right. I was like, SZA, I don't know, SZA just seems a little dusty. <laughs> So I was like, you t- and, and, and she I'm embraces the dust, and I'm disrespectful. She, she embraces the dust. Come on, man. She's the one. She, I didn't say it. She said it hey, on on Drew Barrymore. She said she 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 doesn't buff. Hey, what's Scissor's? Uh, what's her? What's her? Uh, what's her gang called? You know how like the Beehive? Oh. Does she have one of those gangs? Uh, Rihanna Navy, like the whatever the hell. The Scissor is Scissor big enough to have a gang yet? Yeah, she has a gang. The Scissor Gang, Sang. Yeah, I don't know. You got. Hey, what do you think about the song? I loved it, man. Like yeah. you know, Janae Aiko, like you said, she she just poured out her emotions on this joint. It was so bad that she had to like have a disclaimer that said, "This is not about Big Sean. This is just in general," because it just seemed that personal. Bro, it was about Big. But Sean. It was about Big Let's Sean. Stop. But I mean, yeah, you know, Janae. All her music is actually like triggered freestyle, like where it's just like an abundance of emotions. Like literally, I felt like I was dating SZA while, or, sorry, not SZA, uh, Janae, while I was listening to it. I felt like I was like talking to her on the phone or something. Like, uh huh, yeah, yeah, uh, my bad, baby, my bad, my my my, my Bro, bad. The way she was, the way she. Oh, was, Bledsoe just scored. My bad, baby. Yeah, I, I'm listening. I'm, I'm listening. I'm listening. I'm sorry. I'm listening. Don't get mad. Don't get mad. I'm listening. Fam, the way she was talking, you you're not getting a word in on that conversation. You not hell no. You're, went, you're better off just not saying anything. That's an uninterrupted you're, rant. You just gotta sit there just and take it. Take the rant and <laughs> and go and go watch uh, Durant play on the take other on the screen and don't ask for no favors. You got one eye on her and then the other eye on the TV. Like, all right, uh, my bad. Yeah, yeah, you're right. You got you got to make sure you give her a pat on the back every five minutes. Just to let you know Cut. that you know you're paying attention. <laughs> I, I see that you're angry, and yeah. I understand. I, I just need some time to just like soak just, everything just in. You know what I mean? Off. Like go I, ahead I just and get your shit I off. Just need some time to think about what you said. I am a bad person. <laughs> yeah, I like this song. Yeah, let's all right. Let's move on. I, actually, I'm sure I'm sure everybody thinks this is a good song. Like, how could you it's not? A, you can't hate that song. Next song, Gold Link drops a song called Zulu Screams featuring Malik Betty. And BB Borelli, Borelli. I don't know how to pronounce that, but Borelli, yeah. Borelli. I'm not really familiar with uh, BB Borelli. Pizza Bolis. I'm very familiar with Malik Berry. I really like this song and how and how um, Gold Link, you know, took the Afrobeats approach, man. I, you know, when it came on, I I, I immediately, sorry, before I put the song on, I saw the the people featured and I said, what the hell, huh? Gold Link. Gold Link. Um, first off, Malik Is- Berry. Malik Berry is one of my favorite Afrobeats artists. Been that way for a couple years. Is, now, he, so is I, he Nigerian or Ghanaian? He's Nigerian. He's Nigerian. So I was hyped 
to see that feature. So I was like, all right, man, what the hell am I about to listen to? And I was, I was, uh, I was impressed. I was impressed how Gold you like Link. This song? I do. I was impressed how Gold Link kind of, kind of didn't really fumble, in in the way he was. Because yeah, he he sounds like a song. robot. Somebody gotta get him. Yeah, you can't. He can't fuck that up. He can't fuck it up. It's a good song. It's a good song. It's a it's a it's a good song. You don't sound like you like this. It's a it's a good song. You sound like you don't you want to. You're being PC right now. It's a good song. PC. It's very forgettable. QDPC because it just seemed like a song I've heard before, just featuring right. Gold Link. But for for an Akata, Gold Link has never made this type of song. For an Akata person, he did a really good job of. <laughs> for uh, <laughs> he was he was an impressive Akata on this song. Nawa, he was impressive. Nawa, he was impressive. Speaking of that, uh, man, we actually we talked about that song last episode, the 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 Russ and Davido song. Oh yeah. Yeah, remember yeah, that joint? Yeah, Russ. Russ is impressive. Russ killed too. that joint. He killed. He killed for, that song. For Ndoji. <laughs> he was God. impressive for Ndoji. All right, man. Hell. Russ is a Oibo. No, the Russ is Oibo. How do we let this man get away with never, that? Type? But it was good though. Never did I think a human being walking this earth that is the same color as the Kleenex that I'm wiping my nose with. <laughs> Will stand a chance with a song with Davido. Oh, man, hey, I never would have guessed to. Yo, why do you sound like? Oh. Why do you sound like the Nigerian version of Louis Farrakhan? <laughs> you ever heard Louis Farrakhan talk? That's exactly how wait, you sound. Wasn't Louis Farrakhan on that Cassidy song? He was on one of these people's songs. Power know to the Cassidy. people. I don't know, man. What, what was that? Joke? I don't uh, remember. <laughs> the message. <You> know, <laughs> the message. Shoot black people down. No, nah, that wasn't that, that wasn't, wasn't that, that wasn't him? Louis Farrakhan. Nah, that was some other random. Speaking word to power, Cassidy is gonna be in the front of the movement, this black movement. Cassidy. <laughs> <laughs> hey, let's move on, man. Let's move on. Chance the rapper, Chance the rapper dropped a song called "Groceries," featuring Murder that? Beats and Tissa Korean. It should not be advised. I like this song. This song was cool. Nah, it man. was it was very it was very um just rapper jokes was, around too much. It was very playful, playful. And, you know. It reminded me of a song that Kyle should be a part of. Yes, yes. Didn't it? Like I, I was yes. surprised that I didn't hear Kyle. Kyle on the is a uh, Kyle is Chance rapper point four. Like he, him, and Chance rapper are like the same aim. But anyway, yeah, this was a surprising song. I, I did I, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed. It. I wouldn't say I thought it was amazing, but I enjoyed it. I enjoyed the beat. Enjoy it. Chance rappers is being way too goofy. And by the way. So. I I was uh, I was actually pretty angry that a dude named Tisa Korean that's featured on the song is actually a dark skinned black dude with dreads. He's not even Korean. Like what? You know what? Us as black people, we get away with a lot of stuff. We do. We can do that. Black privilege. Can Can you imagine? Black privilege. A Yugoslavian man calling himself. <laughs> Hugo. Why you gotta be Yugoslavian? Okay. Could you imagine an a. Uh, uh, Croatian man, a Croatian rapper calling himself uh, Daddy uh, Guinea fam, or something. Fam, I was just having this conversation, right? Now you're you're right on the money. Hey, you're right on the money. Black people get a lot of. You doing? We get a lot of. We get a lot. We get away with a lot of shit. I was just having this conversation, right, about YG's song we talked about last episode, Go Loco. Have you seen the video? Yeah, it's like Spanish culture, fam. That uh, listen. Here's the thing. I don't have a problem with it because I'm black. Mm-hmm. 
But I could easily see how someone who's Mexican will look at that video and say, what? Like, we get it. We, you pay in homage, but, like, you're not Mexican. You're not even, you're not even, like, part Mexican. Yeah. So why are you doing this? T- why Why do you, you're culturally appropriating our music, our sound, our culture. I could easily see somebody doing that. And, but, but, of course, black people get away with shit. Imagine a white person doing that type of song. People would, they would kill him or her. To the Sp- a Spanish song, or 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 I mean, ima- imagine, not a, Spanish. imagine a white person. I think imagine it's a white just a person, black thing. Imagine a white person, mm-hmm. culturally, we see it all the time, uh, culturally appropriating black culture, and everybody calls out. Iggy Azalea had that had that issue when she came out, how she sounded, right? Yeah. Everybody had a problem. Oh, she sounds like she's black, whatever the hell that means. But mm-hmm. you, we we know what we know what people mean by that, right? Yes. No one ever says anything about black people when they culturally, quote unquote, culturally appropriate. I'm using the same definition. Yes. Culturally appropriate other cultures. We get away with a lot of shit, dog. Yeah, but they owe us. Oh, I'm not mad. Trust me. <laughs> I'm not mad. I'm just identifying but, but it I do, when I see it. I do get mad, though, when it's the other way. Uh-huh. Like, I was actually listening to Russ on my way here, and I was like, yo, dog, like, Russ talks a lot of trash, but what makes me mad about the trash he talks is about black culture. Like, don't let it fool you. Hip-hop culture is black. We created that hip-hop culture. So when you dissing it, saying like, yo, man, y'all fake, y'all ain't doing it, y'all talking about y'all chains and this, this, that's black culture. I don't want no non-black person Uh-oh. coming for some culture Uh-oh. that we created. Uh-oh. I'm not having that. And, and that's and, why I go out. That's and, that's why Russ bothers me. And with that, in the sense. next song is Russ, Civil War. called Civil War. Which that's the next song. He he actually appropriated uh, <laughs> like reggae or Jamaican, sorry, Jamaican culture, right? On that song, like he was at, like, a Jamaican. Uh, yeah, he did. Well, well I mean, it, was, he, it was it was it was. Well, it sounded. Well, I guess there's a that, thin yeah. line between appropriating and just going there, right? Like, if you go like there, you YG appropriated because he was wearing the clothes and all that Bruh, stuff. He was he went all horses, out. The stereotypical things that people associate Mexican people with, Fam. he was doing. And he had Mexicans but, in but the does, video. Doesn't he have the right to do that? Being from LA, dude. And that and that's the thing. You know, and, and that his, and that's another thing, right? So that's why I had to. I just brought it up, right? And I, I said that too, which is he grew. I'm sure he grew up with a lot of Mexicans. I'm sure in his L.A. Uh, Compton, wherever the hell he grew up in, there was Mexicans right around the corner. I'm sure he knows yeah. a lot of Mexicans that will that will in, that he's able to be endorsed by to be able to pull something like that off. I'm just simply saying, from the outside looking in, right? Nobody really cares, and I care, but no people don't really care about the explanation. They just see people do certain things and they call them on it. And a lot of times, it's a lot deeper than what you it's see. A lot deeper, but. Yeah. Anyway, so did you like this song with Russ? Civil, Civil War. War. Call my phone. I don't want to text you anymore. I played this song about 15 times in the last three, four days. Baby, I love please. this song. Best hook of the year. Um, the epitome of a summertime jam, yo. Like, I want to hear this song all the time. Like, it's dope, man. Russ, like, I just called him out for, like, some of the, yeah, you, you just know, got done stuff that on he him. did. I mean, but it's, it has nothing to do with him as an artist or a person. I just think, uh, for some odd reason, the cool thing to do because Logic does it too, right? The people that aren't all the way hip hop, like 
they they're they're not looked at as like movers of the culture. But Russ is not even Just black. Sense. Yeah, Russ, Russ is not black. Russ is like, like Yugoslavian. <laughs> Russ, Russ is, is like is, Eastern it, European. I don't, I mean, I'm not. Look, 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 we keep saying. Logic. I'm not mad again. Logic I'm, is black. Again, I it's don't care. About, you don't have to be black. You I don't be care white. about. You don't gotta be Asian. I don't it's care how about. You embrace the that's what I was. I don't care about. I I'm just joking. I personally don't care yeah. about where somebody's from. It has to be authentic though. Yes. Like, are you a part of the culture? Yeah. Like, that's why if YG legitimately fucks with the Mexican culture. Yes. And he fuck like he really fucks with it. Which is I'm cool it's and I'm sure and I'm sure he does. I don't have a problem with it. I'm just simply saying I'm sure it's, people it's don't won't look at it like that when they when they when they look at it at a at a glance. Yeah. Right? It's it's conceivable. People will easily look at Russ and be like, yo, and not know that he grew up with a lot of Nigerians, like, yeah. like he talks about. Like and not know he has a lot of people. He has that a he, lot of people. Yeah. That he fucks with within the the black hip hop culture for him to for him to pull off hip hop type but music. It's just a different level. It's like dissing it, dude. Like yeah, YG he shit, wasn't though. dissing. Like, but but to, for the YG point to just go back real quick to put it into perspective, if the Ravens right were to go to the Super Bowl right, the DMV area would feel that impact. You know why? Because in the DMV area, Baltimore is only thirty forty minutes away. In LA, San Diego, Mexico is a couple minutes if. Maybe hours, it's maybe right even a couple minutes. It's the equivalent away. Of, of saying, "Yo, so, it's right down the street." Exactly. So it's like what goes on in Mexico could very well have an impact on what goes on in LA and San Diego. Just to let people know, because I've been a couple times and I saw that, and I'm like, "Yeah, this is like us, where Baltimore is just down the street." But anyway, um, I love this Civil War song. Um, Russ is really one of the top artists in the game right now it's, it's, it's about time we start crowning him and i think he knows this and so now he's like aiming for hits he is and i like that he I is like that. i think he knows it too he yeah, he, he knows it's, it. it's like he knows he's on to something it he feels it. doesn't it feel like and and we're no strangers to russ's music but and, and so with that it's it's almost like i'm just able to tell that he's almost now embracing like Superstar. before before russ uh, Russ came across as very anti-social, and he just wanted to be uh, 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 alone Mom. and just exist and, and just make his. Because I, I feel like people didn't accept Russ, and I think he's always struggled with that, and I think he will continue to struggle with that. But one thing I'm noticing is again with the the last feature with with uh, Davido, yo, like he's he's being embraced. He's being embraced now. If it's not embraced by the hip hop culture, shit, he's he's off to a good start with Afro Afro beats culture, and that's his lane. To be honest, he's gonna be embraced by somebody. He's gonna be embraced by somebody. So I like this song though. It was a good song. Okay, let's move on. Madonna dropped a song called "Crave" with Sway Lee. I've been trying to figure this shit out. This is one of my uh, recurring uh, questions, which is, what the hell is the difference between a featured song and a with? When 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 something is with because I'm seeing it more more frequently, I would say that. I've always seen it, but I'm seeing it more frequently, people being uh, uh, featured, but they say with versus the feature. Nevertheless, this song was, I, it had it had Sway Lee on it. I really like this song. To, to answer the question, Go ahead. sorry, I, I think when they say with. And by the way, I, I, have, a, I have what I think it means. My but, theory is like yeah. it's, they have just as equal uh, exactly. a contribution. No, I, I agree with that. 
mm-hmm. I just I'm just noticing it and I'm like, damn, like can can y'all just why don't y'all just say and? Uh, I've heard I saw and too. What is the with? Like it's it's just it's it's just confusing because nobody has nobody has a true definition. Nobody has addressed this, so I'm just left to interpret this however I like. But very right. I like this song though. This is a cool song. I like it too. I think this would be a nice little summer hit though. I ain't gonna lie to you. I like it. It's a it's a it's a hit, and surprisingly, the chemistry between the two are really good. I agree with that. I didn't think that I would like a, a Madonna song in 2019. Yeah, Madonna got Madonna seems like the type that got jungle fever, right? Like, Fam, Madonna. I can see Madonna. Madonna's with the shit. I can see Madonna marrying like her second or third marriage and being like a black dude. Dude, like, she likes black dudes. Like this, yeah. She like she was with Tupac. Didn't right? Drake pop her off? Am I tripping? Uh, I somebody, Drake, Drake somebody, told her don't touch me. He told Drake don't. Drake told her don't touch me or something like that. I, the I Grammy, so, somebody, Grammys or something. One like of that. these, one of these rappers popped her off recently. But, I but anyway, I, I don't remember who. Anyway, I like this song though. Let's move on. London on the track dropped a song called "Throw Fits" featuring G Easy, City Girls, and Juvenile. We got London on the track. You know another pet peeve of mine. You mentioned the width. You know where you say there's a whiff? Why is it sometimes they're like city girls, but it's just young Miami? Why would you just put young Miami? Or it's Because she's not recognizable Migos. on her own. I know. Migos. Oh, Migos is on it, but it's only Offset and <laughs> Takeoff, you know? Sometimes you see featuring Offset and Takeoff. It's weird. But anyway, throw fits. There's three generations of Ratchet on this song. And yes, why is it g Easy? Is now become the go-to guy for strip club hits. He has so many strip club songs. Yet I've never been in a black strip club and seen a person like Jeezy, personally. I don't think we've seen but a person again, like Jeezy in hip hop. But Jeezy gets that in general that clout. I I I like Jeezy. People fuck with him. Jeezy can appropriate our culture all day. G <laughs> and. <laughs> I give and him the freedom to appropriate our man, culture. He's he's done what he needs to G-Eazy do. So I'm just joking, is man. a goddamn enigma because he looks like a greaser. He looks like a greaser. He has he has greasy hair. He acknowledges his 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 sixties seventies vibe. Like he has this real like sixties. He does. Back to the future, he looking like very Biff. Interesting. Doesn't he look like Biff? He does. <laughs> he no, looks like he, he belongs. Like Biff. Biff was the bad guy. I'm just saying, like, no, sorry, not Biff. Uh, McFly. McFly. Remember, remember, uh, like Back to the Future Two. No, Marty McFly. No, but not. I'm talking about Marty McFly's dad. Remember his dad who got his ass whooped and oh, got, oh, got oh, Biff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Remember how he looked? Yeah, he looked. He, he looked cool. Jeezy kind of looked like that, mm-hmm. you know. But uh, but anyway, he just looks like a cool ass dude. Who Jeezy? Jeezy. He does. He does. He's like the cool kid. And you know, surprisingly, I'm not hating on Jeezy's verse, I, even though I, I I believe he's been in a slump for a while now. I thought he put up a decent verse. I like. I wasn't verse. mad at this verse. I'm like not even gonna lie to you. Cause he fit the song. Yeah, song's good. It's uh, cool. It's not much to talk about. Man. Nah. So let's Juvenile move on. was on Juvenile. Juvenile had a pretty good verse. My name is Juvenile. Juvenile had a pretty good Back verse, man. That ass. I wasn't Juvenile. mad at the Juvenile feature. Let's move on. Amine. Love me some Amine. Dropped the song called. Wait, did I? Do I have this right? Is it really? Yeah, places, places, places and faces. Pieces. Yeah, yeah. I thought it was pieces. It's right. a freestyle too. I like, I, uh, I, freestyle. Was this really a freestyle? Air quote, air quote. This it's called freestyle. freestyle. Exactly. It's called freestyle. Places plus faces freestyle. Okay, I didn't I don't have that. But what do you think about this, man? I loved it, man. Like, you know, 
Amine is one of those people that I wouldn't say he's super duper creative, but he kind of like has subject matters and topics that are kind of left field. Love that about it, about him. This song is really about him going on tour and just kind of like missing out on talking to family, friends, and et cetera, et cetera. I thought it was just a really dope song. It's almost like a diary of what Amine's been up to as of late. It's it's a different angle from a hip hop artist that I, I haven't seen. So I liked that. I yeah. liked it. I enjoyed it. I like this song a lot too. And one of the biggest things I like about Amine is you don't really hear from him too often. Because he's from Portland. That's not, what, what? Come on, man. What? Huh? I'm not even going to address that. That doesn't make any sense. But Portland people stay in Portland. Fam, How many sense. superstar people have you that seen makes from Portland? Zero sense. They like to stay in Portland and chill, like Damian Lillard. What about you don't him? see Damian Lillard at the club. Damian Lillard First is just off, chilling. Why would you see Portland. him at the club? You're not in Portland. I'm saying in general. I mean, they're, how do you know, in Portland how do you know all, who sees it, who in Portland? Because like I, you live in Portland. Because there's media takeout. You don't see Damian Lillard. Dude, I haven't visited media takeout in about 20 years. <laughs> well, I'm telling you, Damian Lillard's been playing in the NBA for about 10 years. He don't do anything in the media. Like he just stays to himself. You don't see CJ McCollum at park at yeah, fourteen. Yeah, he's at he's at church. You know, okay. CJ McCollum looks like a damn youth minister, yo. I, he does. That <laughs> motherfucker looked like a youth he minister. He does look like a youth But anyway, minister. no, I like this song with Amine. Um, it was very melodic, which is which is um one Amine of the biggest things his, I liked about it. He's at his best when he's melodic. I really like this song, man. Nothing more to say. Next song, Ed Sheeran dropped the song with Justin Bieber again, with not featuring Justin Bieber. The Beebs called I Don't Care. I thought this song was dope. Uh, partly, and I think mostly, I should say, because I'm going to call it like it is. I fuck with Justin Bieber's music. I fuck with Ed Sheeran's music. We talked about cultural appropriation just now. They're on this, like, very... I don't want to call it Afro Beats, but I'm going to call it this like, Caribbean-inspired yeah. type song. Yes. I thought they I thought they did good on it, though. Like, it it rubbed me a little bit the wrong way because I was like, oh, how am I? Like, it came on, and I'm like, damn, where are they going with this? But as it kept going, I said, you know what? Yeah, but Ed because did they last time. He did, right? The the, the song with, um, I'm in love with your body. It's like, that's kind of like a Caribbean vibe to it. He did. Yeah, that's a good point. But I like the song, though. I really did. And Justin Bieber did it, too. Sorry. You know what I'm saying? I'm sorry. I don't, was that, that was like a Caribbean Was that Caribbean? Vibe. Yes. It was. I don't, like re- I don't remember vibe. the instrumentals of that. So they are not rookies at this yeah, Caribbean Yeah, they're not thing. foreign so to it. And it, it, it worked, it. though. It worked. What did you think of it? Did I you hear it? I just thought the song was just a regular pop song that was going to get popular, but nothing, nothing special about it. I mean, I, hey, look. I'm, not I'm just at, happy I'm not my man's... My man's Biebs is back to making music. He was going through a depressing moment in his life. Yeah, I fuck, I with, I fuck with Justin Bieber, man. Uh, let's move on. ASAP Ferg dropped a song featuring ASAP Rocky called Pups. I thought this song was fucking fire. tight. Yeah. So tight. Woo! So tight. They so clearly fire. They clearly sampled the uh the DMX uh get at the DMX me, get at me dog. Which when I heard this song, I immediately was like, man, I gotta go back and listen to the original. I listened to Get At Me Dog. Then I went down this rabbit hole of listening to the whole It's Dark and Hell is Hot album. 
uh, by DMX. Then I listened to uh, Flesh of My Flesh, Blood of My Blood. And, and I, then I thought to myself, man, DMX used to be my favorite artist growing up. And he still is. Like, I still fuck with DMX. Like, I regard him. And sometimes I forget about him because for whatever reason, I just do. But he's he's up there for me, man. But anyway, back to this song. ASAP Rocky had a more, I don't want to say lackadaisical contribution to this song, but I, I really like Ferg's energy on this. I thought Ferg set the tone and just overall, man, the song is just tight. Like it just, it's just tight. It's, I love this song. You know what I get? Maybe I liked it a little more because of this, but like when I think of ASAP Ferg and ASAP Rocky, I get this like Draymond Green, Steph Curry type vibe, right? Where like, Somebody's doing the dirty work for the song and then like the others just finessing his way to the finish line. That's what I get. Like ASAP Ferg was that gritty Draymond Green type figure. And then ASAP Rocky was hitting three pointers. The rap metaphor to hitting three pointers, just kind of finessing his way to, to, to the end of the song. So they have good chemistry. They have good chemistry. So maybe yeah, that's I why I like that. the song like like that. Maybe because I've been watching Golden State these last couple of weeks, but yeah, that's that's kind of the vibe I got from it. I'm not mad at that, man. Um, let's move on. Speaking of Curry, yeah, Denzel Curry, uh, dropped a song called Ricky. Yo, I, I saw somebody say something online which I was laughing about. This is, it was funny as hell. They were like, "Why does they like Denzel Curry sound? His name looks like it's a it's a it's a struggling AAU player's name." It does. Like he looks, it it, the name just sounds like an AAU basketball player, Denzel Curry. I don't know why that's funny to me, but it just is. It's it's that's that's actually very funny. <laughs> but but uh, Ricky, the song is called Ricky. That that Denzel Curry dropped, and I thought it was a really good song. I like the energy that that uh, Denzel, Mr. Curry, came with on the on the track. Do I think the song is gonna blow up? Of course not. Probably not. But that doesn't mean it's not a good song. Uh, nothing more to say, man. I did not. I liked it. it. I didn't listen to the song, so oh, you didn't hear it. No, I did not. Right. I I actually just listen to Denzel Curry's albums. I only really listen to his singles. So when he comes out with an album, probably he's gonna put this on there, then I'll probably listen to it. But I'm a Denzel Curry album listener. Does he even drop singles though? I've never heard of a single from him other than well, this one. I mean, whatever, whatever you call it, <laughs> drop like a that. song or whatever. I feel you. I feel you because you're not rushing to listen reason, to the band. Yeah, the main reason is you. like the full body of work. I want to be engulfed in a Denzel Curry hey, world. I'm not mad at that, especially after the last album he put out. With the, was it like a triple one. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, that was, Tay that was 30, 1300, very, whatever very it was called. T A thirteen hundred. Anyway, let's move on. Skepta, which I'm sure you didn't hear this. Of course, I did not. I know. Uh, Skepta. Dropped a song called Bullet From A Gun. Man, if y'all want to hear bars, if you want to hear top tier. And by the way, I'm not saying this UK is, bars. I'm not saying Skepta. I'm not saying this is Skepta in general because I don't I don't know enough about his his music to just speak on him in general. But I will say this song, though, called Bullet From A Gun by Skepta is so tight. And it'll make you question why he is not a bigger artist and maybe why some of the other UK artists are not more uh, more uh, mainstream than they probably should be. This song is dope, man. It has e- come on, he is. He's the second best. Then In what? UK artist. He's the second Behind best. Who? 
21 Savage. Come on, man. All Everybody right, knows. You got chill out. <laughs> you know who you know who's actually the most popular? <laughs> you hey, you got to chill out, man. <laughs> what are you talking you about? You got to chill out. You know who you know okay. and by, sorry, let me finish cuz this song is so dope for many reasons, man. It has a great beat. Mm-hmm. It has the it has substance. It, it, it he's actually talking about something. He's flowing. It's just a well-rounded song. Y'all should go check it out. Honestly. Go check it out. Okay. But um Know. You know who's the better? Wait, you know who, I'll, the, I'll check you know it out. You know who's better than Twenty One Savage in I'll, UK? I'll check it out if you only, if you can let me know. Does he say butter? No. Does he say butter on he the song? He doesn't say butter. I'm not checking it out then. You know who's better he than? He needs to rhyme butter. You know who's better than Twenty One Savage in the UK though? Who? Dave. Dave. You Dave, ever heard of Dave? Dave East? No, you ever heard of Dave? No, I've not heard of Dave. Why should I have heard of Dave? I don't know, man. But somebody named Dave. His name is Dave. He's he's I'm a, he's not, a UK artist. Him. He's the best UK artist out. What does he do? Mark does my he, words. Does he fly? Uh, no. Does he have to? Yes. Why? <laughs> what the hell are you talking about? Does he say butter? He does say butter. Does he say butter? He says butter. Oh, okay. I'm like, does he do? He <laughs> does he say butter? Okay. He says he says ma- margarine too. Okay. Yeah. He does. Yeah. That's a terrible accent. Fam, you know how to Mojo, say one. Man. You know how to say one freaking UK accent Bo-o. type word. No, I don't. I don't say two. Bottle, huh? Bottle. That's you say butthole. Bottle. Butthole. Bottle. Bottle. It's a terrible. You can't do now two you sound T's. American. Bottle. Let's move on, man. Bottle. <laughs> Mustard, aka DJ Mustard, dropped the song with every Atlanta artist, including all the all the uh, California ones. That's not true. What are you talking about? I said that's not sake. true. That was just a... <laughs> yeah. You fumbled the hell out of that. I'm like, wait, there's only two, right? Or one? No, no, no. There's anyway, only one. It's two. It's Quavo. That's it. It's two. Who's the other one? 21 Savage? He's from Atlanta. He's from UK. What right, you, you got we just figured out. No, that's what you <laughs> said. I don't agree with that bullshit. But anyway, the song is called 100 Bands featuring all the dudes you just named. Oh, including Meek Mill. And YG. I thought the song was cool. They all put up good verses on it. No, song. they didn't. Meek Mill's verse was awful. What? Awful. Well, it was all right. YG's, YG put up the best verse. Meek Mill said something on there that, like, he said, Lim in the sky. Who that is? That's me. He said, is that a bird or a plane? No, that's just me. I was like, okay. That's dope. That's what, that's what, that's what you took away from You know what? That? The next time I try to holler at a girl, which I'm not. I'm, I'm a fiance. I have a fiance. But... Next time I give advice on somebody hollering at a girl, right? I'm going to say, yo, use the line, look up in the sky. It's a bird or it's a plane. Now, that's me. That's awful. Listen, the girl will run away. <laughs> I, I don't know who you're giving that advice to, but uh, fam, that only works look if you have money. Sky. It's me. Yeah. That, that, that only works if you're Meek Mill. Okay. Go ahead and say that shit right now. Go, go tell somebody that it. the girl will look at you and laugh. That's the number one thing. <laughs> no, no, no. Make somebody no, laugh. no, no. She's not laughing with you. She's laughing at you. Okay, well, at then you. You just got to get your foot in the door. <laughs> if the goal is to make her laugh, then you got it. But <laughs> nah, bro. She immediately walks away right after that joke. Uh, what did you think of the song? Did you like it? I said, yeah, I liked it. Okay. I, I thought they all put up pretty good verses. You disagree? Yeah, I didn't. I didn't. Uh, but, I didn't like the. But it's like your typical a hundred hundredth strip strip club joint that. You know, when I hear it in heaven and hell and Adams Morgan, it'll hit. It'll hit. But like, Ten I'm bands. not about to run and listen to it as I'm like being productive. Yo, what a what a simple a simple hook from Quavo. 
10 bands. Uh, what he, he said, he, he didn't even say 100 bands. He just, he yeah. said, 10 bands in my right hand, 10 bands in my left hand. I don't know why that's so tight to me, but it just sounded tight. Hey, everything Quavo does is tight. That's not true because the next song that we want to talk about uh, of songs that don't suck, great segue, by the way, Madonna dropped the song with Quavo f- named Future. I thought the song was awful. Uh, <laughs> it was so most, mostly, mostly because of Quavo. So <laughs> this song it was, was bad. So bad. It was so bad. It's so funny because Madonna got my ears open with that Sway Lee joint. I was like, okay, Madonna <laughs> can do this. She dropped this weird ass song. This one is weird. I actually heard out of the two, I actually heard this one first. Oh, did you? And then I heard the Sway Lee one, and I'm like, dude, sorry. What the hell happened? Yeah, they dropped the ball with this one. Bad. But it hey, was bad. It, it was bad. Say. It was bad. This song made That's me, actually the worst song I've heard in 2019. Jeez. It is. This song made me Again, this this was the first one I heard out of the group. Mm-hmm. But this song made me say, why is Madonna making music in 2019? But then I heard the one with Sway Lee and I was like, "Oh, okay. It's not bad. Madonna making songs in 2019. I take that back." Awful. Quavo's clearly just getting a check. Oh, of course. Clearly just getting a check. It didn't sound organic at all. I ain't with that. Anyway, man. Maybe DJ Khaled put it together. It was five stocks. You know, usually what I like to do for the ill-advised thoughts segment is to, you know, I'm usually here ranting and sort of spilling out my uh, ill-advised thoughts as they as they come to me. And uh, I'm not necessarily going to do exactly what I do. You know, every every show, I'm going to mix it up a bit. I've been kind of teasing my ill-advised thoughts throughout the rest of the, I'm sorry, throughout the earlier part of this episode because I really wanted to discuss the Milwaukee Bucks and the radio station in Milwaukee that decided to ban Drake's music for the duration of the series between the Toronto Raptors and the Milwaukee Bucks. The reason why this is uh, coming to mind is, man, that shit. Uh, that, I don't know. And by the way, I don't know who, how many people even know about that news, but I'm with it. I like it. I like when people are, are riding hard for a cause. You know, I like when I like when uh, people are are, are are sticking to their guns. Now, they didn't really necessarily have to ban Drake's music. Drake is going to be all right. Drake got money. He he doesn't care about the plays that were banned. In My Feelings is already certified platinum how many times. It doesn't matter that you that you banned his music. Oh, and by the way, they banned all the music featuring Drake, too, not just his own song. Mm. So they just took it off of all of the rotation. I, I thought that was kind of cool because it's like Milwaukee, Wisconsin, right? Is that the right state? Yes. Thanks. Right, because I I was trying to figure that out for about two days, because because they keep saying Milwaukee Bucks, and I'm like, dog, that is very sad. Actually, what state is that? I, I knew that, but I forgot. The, but the point is, that's not the point. Who cares? The point is, the Milwaukee Bucks are in a a a, a great time in their franchise because they haven't been to the NBA Finals since 1971. Let that sink in. 1971. 
Most of us were not even born. Most of us were not even thought about. And for some of us, our parents weren't even born. Not me. My parents were born, but they were young. The point is, that's a long-ass damn time to not have gone back to the NBA Finals. And I think a radio station and anybody else that's in support of an, a, 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 such a monumental point in a NBA franchise or just even just being a part of a moment, to just to be a part of that wave, I think is commendable. And I don't care what people have to say about, oh, what does Drake music have to do with any of that? Nah, fuck all that. Stand by your stand by your team. Stand behind things that you believe in. If you think that removing a Toronto artist, and by the way, they're only doing this because Drake is so so much of a Toronto Raptors man. If he wasn't if he wasn't the brand ambassador for the Toronto Raptors, they probably wouldn't have done this. But that's neither here nor there. The point is, stand for what you believe in. Stand behind the people you believe in. Because it'll pay off. I think that this type of move is going to pay off. Who knows if it actually is going to be the reason why they win the damn series. Who cares? I don't care about none of that. I think it's a classy move. People think it's some people think it's whack. People think people think it's like a low blow. They think it's disrespectful. They can't understand why anybody would do something. Like, why would you take down Drake's music? Why? What did he do? Nah, fuck all that. I love it. Keep doing it, Milwaukee. Whatever radio station you are, I think it was like 107 Kiss FM. I don't I don't even remember the damn station. That's not important. The point is stand behind what you believe in and the people you believe in because it just might pay off. That's all I had to say, man. That's all. Go Bucks. I'm a Bucks fan now. I hear you. I'm a Bucks. I'm a call in. I'm going to call into that station and specifically ask to play Drake music. I just want to know what the hell they say. I want to know if it, 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 is somebody going to curse me out like as soon as I just request the music. I, and if they do, I'm going to give them even more props. I, I, I'm sure they're going to stand on this because the Bucks just might win the NBA championships this season. They just might. They really just might. They might. But I know they're going to beat the Raptors. So... Drake, your music is going to be played in about two more weeks. Just just hold off. Hold off, hold off about a week and a half to two weeks, and it's going to be right back on the radio. But, but just for this series, just let the, let the station get their shit off. Just let them get their shit off, man. That's all I got to say. What you got, man? <laughs> <laughs> I can honestly say that was the worst advice thought you that was bad. <laughs> I thought it was all right, man. That was bad. Listen, man. I, 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 listen, I, I, I want to have to call it out. I want. I want to. I want to have a little. I want to have a little lighthearted moment. Man. That was that, bad. that. That wasn't even. We're not. I wasn't trying to make a real point. But go ahead, man. What do you got to say? What do you got to say? <laughs> yeah. That was so Right. Why are you hating, bro? I'm not. I'm not. Why no, you hating, I, man? I, 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 you put up some bad ones. I appreciate. We're not. We're not going to talk about bad ill-advised thoughts. Let's not do that here. All right. Let, let, let's just not. But go ahead. Go ahead. Go for it. <laughs> oh, oh my god. Oh okay. man. So I don't know. I don't. I don't think we got to talk about the album or the person. Uh. I don't know if we we just kind of forgot 
I, I did. I think we did though. We did. Lizzo. So Lizzo dropped an album, which, by the way, no, we never talked about. We it never officially. talked about it, right? Lizzo dropped an album that I thought was actually pretty good. I listened to it straight through. Um, didn't have no problems with it. Like, didn't skip any songs. Um, and it was critical. It, it 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 got good reviews. It got good responses from listeners, from critics everywhere. And right now, she's popping. Like people actually care about her. Like she has a new song with Charlie XCX that just came out. We didn't get to talk about it. I thought it was pretty dope. It's a pop hit. Um, she was on Kanye West, you know, Coachella church service that he had. She was there. So people are appreciating Lizzo as an artist. One person, I don't know who it was, where it came from, or what she's referencing, but one person seems to have given Lizzo a bad rating or a bad review of her album. Or maybe it wasn't even bad. Maybe it was just not as good as she thought it would be. And she tweeted out uh, something that said, if you have never been in the studio, you should not have an opinion on somebody else's music. Essentially, she's saying, you can't understand my music unless you were in the studio with me or and or you make music yourself. So I kind of took, I'm not going to lie, I kind of took exception to that. Uh, let me rewind a little bit. So in the NBA, right, for the last two or three years, this there's been a trend of basketball players that are kind of taking shots at the media, right? Like the media asks them a question. They're like, don't ask me no question. I don't feel like answering this question, blah, blah, blah. You know, it's been a lot. And it, it ramped up this year where, you know, Russell Westbrook was just blatantly denying somebody asking actually decent questions that was objective about something. He's just blatantly saying, I'm not going to answer that question. Paul George did it too. What people don't understand is that the media is what makes you guys even richer. The media is a big part on why the NBA is one of the biggest brands in America. Them asking the questions, them getting a chance to actually find out who you are as a person matters. The media is the reason why, you know, you see first take and you see Skip and Shannon on there discussing the game. A lot of times, that discussion, that argument, that people going back and forth on how they feel about a certain thing in sports is more entertaining than the actual game. I've been more entertained by the back and forth that Stephen A. Smith and Max have been doing about the Golden State-Portland series or the Milwaukee and Toronto series than the actual game. They've been blowouts in, for, in the Milwaukee-Toronto Milwaukee, they haven't been close, really. Well, the, one of the games were close. But whatever. You need media. You need 
subjective opinions. So when I heard Lizzo take shots at reviewers and their own subjective opinion about what they heard, that's insulting. It's an art. To be a reviewer is an art. It's not easy to have an opinion on what you heard. It's not easy to put together a well-written or well-thought-out thought about what you heard. With the Ironically, with all these people coming for the media's life, all these people coming for reviewers' lives, bloggers lives because that's a, that's a common theme in hip hop too now dismissing bloggers oh man this is a stupid blogger I don't know what you're talking about I think there's this level of weak skin that a lot of these artists a lot of these athletes a lot of these entertainers in general are starting to have and just somebody from outside looking in seeing it every day constantly not being allowed to have an opinion without somebody actually feeling bad. Like, could you imagine if some of the stuff we said about uh, these artists on this podcast, if they actually got it directly from somebody? The uproar you would have got, you would have got mad cuss outs on Twitter and Instagram. I just think that honestly, in general, people got to have thicker skin, allow people to have opinions and appreciate the art, even though it may not be the way you want to do it. Appreciate the art in every form and wherever it comes from. Appreciate what it takes to have an opinion or to put thought or your ideas into something. Don't just trash it just because you don't agree. That's my ill-advised thoughts. Point blank period. Needs to be heard. Point blank period. Yeah, I think... um <laughs> I got and, riled up. And, and by the way, and by the way, I'm glad you're more serious than I am. I'm in a silly mood. This is not like I don't even feel like having a having a more uh, heated debate for ill-advised thoughts for me today. Yeah, but that, that I appreciate yours. I appreciate yours because you're right. You're right. I think I think uh these artists these artists are definitely um thin skin. Definitely, you know, emotional cuz to be to be quite frank with you, you know, and this is coming from an artist. Like I, I make music, or at least I made music, right? So, I do understand the the psyche behind what Lizzo says because it takes a lot to 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 put your music and to put your shit out there, right? Mm-hmm. There is a level of vulnerability that art that exists within someone putting out their art, right? So, mm-hmm. you're you to be an artist is to be vulnerable, like. But it's to your point. It takes someone who is able to just say, "Fuck it, I don't really care how people feel. This is just me." And even if you do disagree with them, try to understand where they're coming from, because a lot of people are not as mal intent that than you think. Just because mm-hmm. they don't like what you have to offer, it's not always coming from a bad place. They're, people offer constructive criticism all the time. So you're right, man. I didn't appreciate her her comments at all. I thought it was whack. I thought it was whack. Thin skin stuff. Like, I thought I mean, it was completely whack. Like even in these she and that, and and to be honest, that lets me know that she either she is thin skinned. Number one, two, she didn't believe that deeply in her music, right? Or three, she truly believes what she's saying, which just makes her whack overall. So whatever the hell the reason is, she's wrong. Yes, I don't care what the hell the reason is. Like, there's no reason for her to 
have that opinion and, and, and think that that's some shit that we're going to we're going to rock with. Like, come and on. Dismiss. And like, get out, get the thing here. is, these 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 artists don't understand. Like, I want to reiterate these artists don't understand these podcasts like us. Oh, yeah. man. Where we can dive deep into your music. These people's opinion on Twitter, these people's opinion on everything makes you a bigger artist. Like what you said with Sierra, with Sierra, yeah, you know why a big chunk of why Sierra is not as successful as she used to be? Nobody's talking about her music anymore. If they have people talking about your music, good or bad, that puts more money in your pocket. So all this narrative of trying to dismiss people that have opinions, careful what you wish for, yo, because you're going to lose money off that. And to that point, what she should have done was recognized that she's popping. But yes. somebody even have an opinion. That means you're popping. That's a good point. Where somebody even have an opinion means you're popping, right? So that's like you you're point. clearly doing something right. That's how she should have looked at it. That's a good point. So that's an excellent point. So I don't know, man. Who knows? Hey, listen, man. She's an artist, man. Like she'll get over that shit. But that was, she was wrong. She was dead wrong. She was dead wrong. Fuck out of here, man. Like and then on, uh, even if you <laughs> felt that type of way, you put it on Twitter for everybody to see that. Yeah, you're you're whack. Like, come on, it come make on. It that's that's not smart. So that's not smart. Uh, you got anything else? That's it. All right, man. So like rant, rant over. I, I turned into Kevin Durant overnight, dude. You you turned into me. <laughs> I saw a freaking sweat go down your damn forehead, dude. Uh, hey, man, you all right? You all right? You all right over there? I, I don't know. I got a fever. But that's a good thing. Did Lizzo call you directly? Did she I, DM I gotta, you? I and got a fever. <laughs> I'm hot. You're sick. All right, man. Uh, let's get out of here, man. If you if you guys rock with us this long, definitely subscribe. Check us out. If you disagree with anything we said or even agree, let us know. We want to engage with y'all. Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, email. Even if you catch us in person, let us know. Telegram. Just, just don't get physical. Don't, don't be threatening with the physical. All right. Don't once you threaten with, with the, the now once you start threatening with the physical, this shit might get a list. It might go a little left. But anyway, let's get out of here, man. Any last words? No, no. <laughs> On that note, as always, if you're giving advice, make show it's ill. Yes, sir.